0: Have a good weekend, everybody. Neil is coming on, and they've got a new license plate now, four of them in Florida. Neil God is the new, uh, the 80th selection, plus a corruption uh, case scandal breaking in the Florida government. Everybody's busted. By the way, nice going, prize.
1: partner, on those numbers, partner. What's the story? I don't know anything. You always have to
0: explain it to me. I have no Yeah, Me and my buddy, uh, Neil, or uh, me and my buddy, Howard. I'm listening. You <laughs> oh,
1: actually
0: had everywhere. a balls to
1: say that to you. Nice going, partner. Yeah, we're, we're the
0: morning show.
1: I'd have reached over and just ripped that weasel right off his head. I'm uh, I, I throw caution
0: to the wind with these people and their ratings. They, I'm
1: telling you, you had an 8.6 between the two of you. you had a 4.3 in men, which means two two-hour segments, 8.6, which means you had an eight and he had a point six. Absolutely.
0: You gotta love that. If I get an eight share, they'll let me live in uh, Quebec right next to you.
1: No thanks. By the way, it's raining here. Hey, good luck to you. It's raining. That's great. I, I hope the uh, I hope
0: Isabel just douches Toronto. It is douching, as a matter of fact, I hope there's flooding and just uh, infrastructure damage. The subway system shut down. I'm
1: changing my toner, baby. You might as well. Hey, Hey, George, George, hey, listen. The machine was screwed up, George. George had great ratings. toner empty. George had had great ratings.
0: Nice going, George. Way to go, George. Have a nice (laughs) weekend, Neil. See ya, You too, Fox.
1: I apologize profusely there. There was a pretty lame crossover, but I'm busy changing my toner because the toner, it said, was empty.
2: It's Friday, you bastard. Where'd you get this? Kmart. Don't use that kind of language around me. Roberto Cavalli. You heard of
0: him? Yes, I have. Stop it. Just gay
3: friends. When they roll into town, they are a sight to see. Those five well-dressed gay men in a big SUV. Yes. Prancing and giggling on my TV. Those queer eye for the straight guys are more like five women to me. They tear up your bedroom and throw out your clothes. Wax your eyebrows, pluck the hair from your nose. They're good at their jobs, but to face it to pee. Because those queer eye for the straight guys are more like five women to me.
4: Oh. oh, they get carried away
3: with the things that they say. They're so happy and gay. No, 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 I don't
5: know. No, no, no. no. Oh, they can cut like a knife, huh? they
3: will change your whole life. thinking their way it's no longer a bedspread it's now a duvet and you find yourself shopping for fresh potpourri oh right
5: those queer eye for the straight
3: guys are more like five women to me
5: it's okay everyone wets the bed now and then
3: look at that Uh uh-oh It's nice of you to say, but I don't know. But if they're in town, please send Carson and his friends to me. It's
1: raining here in Toronto, man. It's raining. It's a little little bit of a breeze. Not a big deal. Nothing's going on. Also, on the front page of this morning's National Post, I wish you could all see this. It's a beautiful thing. A little sarcasm. hold Hold it up to the microphone.
6: See it? Oh, look at that.
1: It says, it's got like five pictures, color pictures. It says, we're here live waiting for the big storm. Here she comes any minute now. Yep and it shows all these reporters out there uh, getting blown away so cnn is crestfallen as storm peter's out ah you don't have to be an airline expert to know that flights are being disrupted by hurricane isabel wolf blitzer was saying yesterday he then introduced an airline expert to tell us that flights were being disrupted by the hurricane flights are beginning to be disrupted by the hurricane the expert said <laughs> The hurricane had made landing in North Carolina. Wolf called the action as though Allied soldiers had made landfall on the beaches of France. He referred to CNN correspondence as being on the front lines. After offering a hysterical recap of the hurricane's progress thus far, he uh, he somehow summoned the adjectives to go on. Hurricane Isabel menacing Washington. Enormous cancellation of flights. The boomerang effect. Enormous ripple effect. Enormous impact. Feeling the wrath. Bracing for the effects. Hours later, CNN's Tucker Carlson was on the streets of the Capitol, bow-tie peeking out over his yellow slicker. There's a light breeze, and it's drizzling, he reported. During an interview with the hurricane expert, Wolf nostalgically referred to Hurricane Andrew, which was a Category 5, meaning it was especially severe with the highest possible sustained winds. Wolf then reminded viewers that Isabel is only a Category 2. He sounded disappointed. Wolf continued, we have a wind speed indicator on the roof of our building here in Washington, D.C. It just recorded a gust of 26 miles an hour, and it's only going to get worse. It would have recorded a Category 3 if only they placed it directly in front of Wolf's mouth. CNN cameras were trained on beaches and on recreational vehicles, these presumably being considered the safest bets for airborne visual drama. When not trained on beaches and RVs, they were trained on the network's correspondents who were standing in the middle of the storm for no other reason than to stand in the middle of the storm. There's a certain excitement that goes along with these storms, anchor Miles O'Brien said from CNN's Atlanta studio. It doesn't mean we're hoping for extensive damage or anything. Some correspondents held onto railings, some held on to lampposts, others pressed, one pressed up against the large planter. Others stood leaning dauntlessly into the hurricane winds, their rain gear flapping intrepidly. Not a whole lot of damage here, just a few shingles flying off roofs, the reporter said. Another remarked, well, there's a sign over there that's coming down. They sounded disappointed. Frequently, we were shown images of the hurricane on something called 3D radar, which is just like regular radar, but with an extra D. Yep. On 3D radar, the rain was colorized yellow so you can see it. The CNN meteorologist informed, then back to the RV, still stubbornly resisting flight, and the reporters, our fearless correspondents holding on, one anchor exclaimed. CNN brought in Bill Nye, the science guy. He explained why the roofs get ripped off houses in hurricanes. I didn't take notes, but I'm pretty sure it has something to do with wind. <laughs> then Bill started talking about fish and how they're shaped and what that shape means for how the fish move through the water. Then Miles O'Brien drew a fish on the telestrator. The interview ended abruptly not long after that, and the coverage continued. The storm has remarkable resiliency. Isabella shut down the federal government. The fury of Mother Nature, tremendous wind field, no sign of letting up. The storm surge had been predicted to reach seven feet. The hyperbole surge had already surpassed it. It's gonna blow all night long, a correspondent said, and one sensed it would both along the coastline and into the microphones. <laughs> That's the front page article. A little sarcasm, eh? Oh in the National Post this morning. Crappy paper though. So it's raining here, it's uh, it's just raining. You know what I mean? No. I don't know if it's raining means. like real, real hard? No. Are there like uh buildings coming down and signs of... no no. They're like wild hurricane like winds. No. No, it's raining. Anyway, here's the result of the poll from yesterday. What's your, who's your all-time favorite dead actor, actresses? We continue with our series of dead people, Mo. Absolutely. Mo loves this. He's obsessed with it. I can't believe that we get all these people listening when we're talking about dead people. You'll be on the list soon, Mo, especially when they get, can you imagine next month when we get the hour-by-hour That's our biggest demo, too, by the way, the dead people. He's still uh, stonewalling right now, but a month from yesterday, it'll be all over, Mo, all over but the shouting when we have the evidence right in my fat hand. Oh, it's going to be a beautiful thing. And we see it'll probably by that point be up to a five share in Morning and Men, which means Pharrell will have a nine, Moe will have a one. Who is your favorite all-time dead actor, actress? I'm pleased with the way this came out. John Candy, 109. Let's hear it for the fat people. John, don't call me Miriam Wayne, 84. Steve McQueen, 68. Peter Seller, 66. Jimmy Stewart, 62. Humphrey Bogart, 61. Bruce Lee, 59. Carol O'Connor, 56. Jackie Gleason, 56. I like the way this turned out. Don't you? Yeah, n- no arguments. Jack Lemon, 50. Walter Matthau, 41. George C. Scott, 38. Jimmy Cagney, 30. Carrie Grant, 27. Alec Guinness, 26. Marilyn Monroe, 26. She was the highest of female on there. Not too many females at all on here, as a matter of fact. No. Errol Flynn, 22. Charles Bronson, 20. Kate Hepburn, 19. There's one. She's almost a lady. Carrie Grant, 12. Rod Steiger, 12. Bella Lugosi had 10. Very pleased to see Bella doing well. Eddie, help me, Eddie. From that British- Richard Harris, nine. Anthony Quinn, eight. Orson Welles, eight. Grace Kelly had eight. Rock Hudson, seven. Betty Davis, seven. Lee J. Cobb, five. Edward G. Robinson, five. Peter Finch had only four. He was second to last. Do you know what? I still don't care. He's still my favorite. Right? I love Peter Finch. His performance, if he was never in any other movie besides Network, that performance alone makes him my favorite. Right? Although you don't seem too excited about him.
5: I'm as, mad as hell, I'm not going to take
1: this anymore. Oh, I want to the drop. And last, John Cazale, Fredo, had only two. You ready for that? One for each, uh, important movie he made. One for, and just, uh, uh, what was it? Dog Day Afternoon. Dog Day Afternoon. And one for, uh, The Godfather. Well, what do you mean? He was in Godfathers 1 and 2. I can
5: handle things! I'm smart! Not like everybody
4: said! I'm dumb!
1: I'm smart! And I want to spend Hey, Fredo, let me draw you a picture of a fish. You know what? The Hail Marys didn't help Fredo any more than the prayers helped Pat Robertson steer that uh, Hurricane Isabel away from Virginia Beach, Virginia. Didn't work, did it, Pat? No. Now you're losing your touch, or maybe the Lord is busy listening to other things. Twelve minutes past ten at 560 WQAM. Happy Friday to you. It's raining uh, pretty hard here. That's all I can tell you. It's a show from the middle of uh, what's left of Hurricane Isabel. Isn't that exciting? I'm excited. On location as Neil gets blown right on the air. You know, it's that time of the year again when the mattress showrooms and furniture stores run their phony, crappy ad sales. dial mattress has a question for you. If you double the price and then offer half off, is that really a deal? Uh, no! Of course not. The fact is these stores have to run some special sale to drop their prices nearly as low as dial Mattress's everyday prices 365 days a year. So for discount prices on dozens of models, the top names, Sealy, Serta, Tempur-Pedic, Simmons, King, Corr, Stearns, and Fosta, you need to call 1-800-Mattress. No nonsense, no bait and switch, no house brands, no false promises, and best of all, you don't have to pay no premium for the best service going anywhere. You'll get service like you dream about from the delivery team ranked right number one. When you call down a mattress at 1-800-MATTRESS, you still get to pick the day and time for your delivery. You pick the two-hour window, like noon to 2, 1 to 3, et cetera, any day, seven days a week, when you're going to be there from 8 a.m. till 10 p.m., and you'll be sleeping like a baby the first night. I've been sleeping on a mattress and Dollar mattress for a coon's age. You ought to be doing it for yourself and your back and your partner as well. With low prices, same-day delivery, free setup and removal, it's easy to see why Dial Mattress is ranked number one in customer satisfaction. So don't be fooled. Don't get conned in by those mattress showrooms or phony furniture store ads. They can't match anywhere near what you get every day from Dollar Mattress. Call them right now. They'll be there in no time at all knocking on your door. Call 1-800-MATTRESS, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S, or check them out online at mattress.com.
2: We are Sports Radio 560, 2am number one, damn it! Bobby, open the door. What do you want? What are you doing in there? Nothing. I know you're doing something. Leave me alone, old
3: man. Well, little Bobby's up in his room, logging onto his new Dell PC. Are you online again? Leave me alone! And he's downloading from casa and swapping it with his buddy. I don't want you doing anything illegal in there. I'm doing my homework. Well, he got the new John Mayor and hasn't even
2: hit the store. I hear music playing in there.
3: But there was trouble when the federales knocked on little Bobby's door. They <laughs> <laughs> made a pipe with his rat. He threw his little body in a squad car and hauled him away. <laughs> take him away, officer. They're him 20000 and they're going to make his parents pay. This is
7: coming out of your allowance, son. Because
3: it's not legal to take music without paying on the Internet. Now, little Bobby's facing charges, and he's not out of the fifth grade yet. I suppose if Billy jumped off the Brooklyn Bridge, you would too? Now, the tiny tot's in trouble, and he's got no idea what he's done. It's just music. I didn't kill anybody. They treated him like he was
5: Al-Qaeda. Oh, chase him,
2: sir. It's still stealing, Bobby. It's wrong.
8: And You should
3: know from the day you're born. I'm sorry. Maybe next time you listen to me, don't get caught. downloading music. Save your disc drive memory for porn.
1: There you go. (laughs) That's the best advice you ever had, Bobby. 1018 at 560 WQM. Happy Friday to you. So it's raining here. Did I mention that? Yeah, (laughs) fantastic. (laughs) It's raining. I love this uh, little thing you passed along to me here from one of our astute listeners. It says an elementary teacher starts a new job at a school in Tallahassee. And trying to make a good impression on her first day, explains to her class that she's an FSU fan. She asked the class to raise their hands if they, too, are FSU fans. Everyone in the class raises their hand except one little girl. The teacher looks a little surprised and says, Mary, why didn't you raise your hand? Because I'm not a Seminoles fan, she said. The teacher asked, well, if you're not a Seminoles fan, then who do you uh, support? I'm a Gator fan and proud of it, Mary replied. The teacher, now becoming interested in the lone the center asks, Mary, why are you a Gator fan? Because my mom and dad went to UF, and my mom is a Gator fan, and my dad is a Gator fan, so I'm a Gator fan, too. Well, said the teacher, in an obviously annoyed tone, that's not necessarily a reason for you to be a Gator fan. You don't have to be just like your parents all the time. What if your mom was a prostitute and your dad was a drug addict and a car thief? What would you be then? Mary said, I'd be a Hurricanes fan.
5: The Hurricanes oh. blow! Oh. Yeah!
1: Nice going, Mary. Oh, thank thank you. you so much, Bill. That's Bill in Fort Lauderdale, not the one who hates George well, Bill Poison. That the other girl. <laughs> Thanks, Bill. Excellent job. And don't forget. Hurricane, f***ing blow. Make no mistake about that. Whether they're named Isabel or any other, whatever they're named, Vinny, Gino. Remember Gino Toretta? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) i bet you do. He's the only uh, 85-year-old quarterback that ever played in uh, an American university. Here's uh, your friend P.R. Ralph says, We the Puerto Rican people support Jorge. A job well done. Now you have money to pay the weed debt. Or else, take cortamos los huevos. Congratulations says P.R. Ralph. Your close personal amigo, me go there. I think everybody in the audience ought to be calling in, all you skeptics out there, all you people that bust little George's balls all the time. I mean, okay, so he didn't do, like, spectacular. He did very, very well, though. He did great. Not, you know, super sensation like double digits. Like Neil. Like Neil sometimes does. <coughs> but nevertheless. See, here's what a lot of these assholes don't understand. First of all, the best of Neil tapes suck. They're done. You will not hear those no mo. Maybe on, like, some holiday when we have, like, Christmas Day, we got nothing else to put on. No, no, no. you won't be heard no, no. on this station. No, 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 no. They suck. They're outdated. They're uh, put together very schlock, et cetera. Oh, before we get back to that, uh, do we have an update? I hate to ask, because I know the answer is going to be no, no. from yesterday, no. I mean, from, uh, just from what you, you got
6: yesterday and not a new one uh, today, no. I beg your pardon? Uh, you're talking about money, right? Right. No, not a new one.
1: Because I want to see us get to twenty-five grand by the end of the day today. Or I'm going to be really porked off and in a really sour mood the rest of the weekend. Well, I don't we'll want do to do that
6: until after that appearance. After what appearance? The one this afternoon. Well, I don't have evening. nothing on that either. That's on your fax machine. It's what? On the fax machine. You mean now? Right now. If you reach over, there it is.
1: I just reached over. It's on my fax machine. Best of Neal stuff this afternoon. I don't know how Joe and Mark did it uh, yesterday, but they usually do m- just a few bucks.
4: I how
1: much? I don't know. I was yelling at Miguel to come back in here. Yeah, come on, Miguel. Get with it. You're doing such a horseball job this year. I know Doreen needs to get serviced at least once an hour, but squirt, squirt. You know, put that thing away for a minute, and uh, let's let's find out what's going on here. This 40. is really schlocky. How much?
6: Forty. I must have heard wrong. He just shouted it out over the intercom.
1: They raised $40? $40. Are you
6: serious? I'm sure I heard wrong. Are you sure? Forty dollars at four hundred forty, like... and he just got cut off. How much? <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty sure he said forty.
1: You know something seriously? If Joe and Mark raised only forty dollars for the abandoned pet rescue with all of our good merchandise yesterday, with our CDs and Mo well, Howard David keychains, I'm going to be so pissed at them. And no wonder they got well. They have well, nobody listening.
6: Right. Well, nobody shows up unless you're on the air promoting it at the time. You see. Oh yeah, that's a good, well. So what's
1: going to happen tomorrow between three and five? Today. This afternoon, George will be at Fort Lauderdale Harley on Federal Highway just south of Oakland Park Boulevard with prizes. Oh, yeah, those really heavy-duty QAM prizes. <laughs> sure. Atlantic City subs from our good friends at Atlantic City uh, subs, Dickens Cider Energy drinks, and whatever else uh, we can give away. Plus, uh, our best of the merchandise will be there. Three to five this afternoon, George at Fort Lauderdale Harley, and we uh, we better get with it. Right.
6: It's a good so place not... to go, the Fort Lauderdale Harley shop. Nice clothes, and there's always lots of brawless babes running around the store.
5: All right.
6: Really? Really.
1: I'll be damned. I shat you not. I guess I better turn on a Playboy channel momentarily just to get everybody in the right <laughs> mood for your appearance
6: Come see the Harley twins and ask them to see their Tupac tattoos.
1: Look at that. one of the Beasleys playing a banjo in the background while she's trying to figure out what life <laughs> is all about. It was. It's, I think there was a Bruce Beasley there. So anyway, go see George this afternoon and help us out, because Joe and Mark uh, just stunk the joint out. Yeah, the, do you have any idea how mortifying that is to raise 40 And I was joking when I said, 30, and I was pre- pretty much had my thumb on it. 40 bucks that's like one CD and one keychain, or two CDs, or whatever the hell they peddled yesterday. That's lame, Joe. God Almighty. I'd I, I just uh, walk away if I were them. i just walk away, say, well, we'll give it a good shot. Give it a lame shot, and we just, uh, nobody likes us. Just no audience. No way. Yeah, well, that's a good idea. Because if I were them after seeing that last book. Be afraid. Be very afraid. I wouldn't be, uh, you know, spending my next paycheck nowhere. No more. Anyway, so that's the deal. Go see George this afternoon and get us some money. I, but I started to say I think everybody in the audience owes you an apology. The ones, at least the ones who are the naysayers. One's yeah. always ripping you an ass about Whatever. George Socks and uh, Especially that Bill in Fort Lauderdale, not the one who faxed us that cute thing moments ago. Maybe here's somebody, the first call of the day is somebody's gonna kiss your ass. Here's Miami. Hello. Why are you so miserable? Yeah. Gonna kiss your ass. That's He's got his right. tongue right on it. On all fours. Boring, boring, boring south. At least we got the hurricane here, the remnants of it. We got a little Isabel. We got you got Celia Cruz, we got Isabel. See. Si. And she's got better uh nanners on her head. It's just raining, a little bit of wind, nothing, absolutely nothing here. Okay, here's our poll question today. Who's your all-time favorite dead musician as we consider compiling, continue compiling these polls of dead people just to piss off Mo? Absolutely. Who's your favorite all-time dead musician? Now, I could have filled out a whole bunch more on here, but then that would take away the opportunity for you to have some fun with it, or not. John Lennon, Jim Morrison, Elvis Presley, or Kurt Cobain. Those are the only four names i put on there yet, so you have a chance to add to it. Then Monday, now I don't know how we're going to word that one on Monday, you know? Which one? The the other. I I put uh, for people like uh, famous others. I I like that. Not politicians, not musicians, and not actors or actresses. I don't know how we're going to word that. Carefully. Well, we'll have to figure that out on Monday. Sure. We'll get to, But we're talking about people like, you know, uh, historical figures like, and vetters like Thomas Edison and Henry right. Ford and Benjamin Franklin, all Albert of these Einstein. people. Albert Einstein. Alfred E. Newman, people like that. In fact, we might actually put Alfred E. Newman on there now that you've come right down to it. I well, get uh, what was the,
6: the gnarly guy from Mad Magazine, what was his name, Ed uh, Gaines or something like that?
1: No, Ed Gaines was the publisher. Yeah, that's what, that's what I mean. He's dead. Yeah, he's dead. Love Mad Magazine. That's why we got Alfred E. Newman as president now. Yes. That's how popular that thing was. 26 past 10 at 560 WQM if you're looking for a really great new place to eat breakfast, lunch, or dinner. How about Vic and Irv's from Rochester, New York, right in South Florida now in Fort Lauderdale? Vic and Irv's has been around since 1934 as a small child about 100 years ago. I loved it and still do. Vicinerves is located on Federal Highway, just south of Broward Boulevard on the tunnel on the east side. Vicinerves is a flashback in time to what restaurants used to be before fast food. If you love those Rochester White Hots, even if you never had them before, I guarantee you you'll love putting one of those in your puss. Go in and enjoy a burger or hot dog served hot, fresh and fast. Vicinerves was brought to Fort Lauderdale by the same guys feeding you Cheeburger Cheeburger. Vicinerves uses the same fresh 100% ground chuck meat as Cheeburger Cheeburger and offers an incredible big, juicy quarter pound hot dog. What makes Vic and Irv's different from anybody else in town? Because their burgers and dogs are served with Vic's signature meat sauce poured on top, giving you a combination of flavors available no place else in the universe. If you're looking for something else to try, Vic and Irv's has got all kinds of great dishes, like a great breakfast menu, omelets cooked to order, French toast, pancakes, all your favorite side dishes, too. Go by at Vic and Irv's and see what all the talk is about, why they were so popular in Rochester, just like they are already in Fort Lauderdale. Vic and Irv's on Federal Highway, just south of Bower Boulevard on the tunnel on the east side. Tell them that old Rochesterian, Neil Rogers, sent you by.
2: Live and low. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM.
5: Come on, come on, come on, come on, now tax me, babe. Hey! Uncle Sam, take all the money that I made. And while you're at it, all it means You add insults, to injury. Just take my firstborn baby. Now I'm taking deductions out the old yin-yang. I'm gonna find some tax loopholes just to make those weasels piss the IRS. Pay. Okay. Tax my patience. Tax my sanity. Yeah, I'm lose it anyway. By April 15th and day.
1: I voted for Jim Morrison. Who should win this poll? Hands down, your pants. No contest. Although we have a fax from Anna in Fort Lauderdale. Anna says I vote for Kurt Cobain. Well, you have a lot of nerve, Anna. 10:32 at 560 WQAM, 5670, 560 pound 560. I probably shouldn't have done that, should I? I couldn't resist. I just couldn't help myself. I uh, go ahead. Pound 560 on the AT&T. By the way, uh, General Wesley Clark was at the deli Den yesterday, pigging <coughs> out. All you jump uh, bandwagon jumpers, see, I'm still for Howard Dean. I realize that that makes me an old fuddy-duddy and that I'm uh, just not, uh, you know, just not hip and uh, whatever I'm supposed to be. I like Howard Dean a lot. Because he's got balls, because he doesn't change, you know, from one minute to the next. He doesn't say one thing one day. And then when things don't turn out too well, he says, well, you know, we're just not managing this thing all that well. Because Wesley Clark said that he probably would have voted for the congressional resolution last fall authorizing the war during his appearance at the highly touted delhi den, which used to be great in Hollywood and is now pretty marginal at best. Remember when the deli den used to be really great? Didn't one of the owners commit suicide? There was something about that. Ago? Yeah, I'm positive it of that. By the way, William Gain, Gaines. William Gaines was the uh, publisher of uh, Mad Magazine. A genius. How yes. about Don Martin? How about him? I bet you he's dead. Why Why would you say that? You think Don Martin's still alive? I do. How do you know that? We would have heard about that. Oh, I think we did. But at any rate, hey, you can't remember them all. There's so many. Uh, the reason I enjoy doing these Deadpool... Well, I don't want to say enjoy is not the right <laughs> term, but the reason it's timely... Maybe it's just me, but it seems like they're dropping like flies lately. No, it? it's uh, it's going on. Famous people, well-known people, whether it's the local scene, like our friend Don Cox passing away a few days ago, or like uh, nationally. First we had Gregory Peck and Kate Hepburn, and then we had Johnny Cash and John Ritter, and they're dropping like flies. They're dying over here, man. So I think it's appropriate that we start honoring the dead people, because, you know, after a few uh, months, few years, it's like uh, yesterday's mashed potatoes. You know, nobody wants to eat it. Bon Scott, ACDC singer, is a great choice for your poll. Bon Scott. I know Bon Jovi. Yeah. I know Scott Baio. I I don't know Bon Scott. It says his voice was on killer tunes like Highway to Hell, Dirty Deeds, TNT, whole lot of Rosie, et al. Thank you so much. Thank you for uh, whoever called in. I thought Bon Scott was at the uh, concert here with the Stones. They had his body on stage. <laughs> well, he could be up there with the Stones. Most of them are dead. Nobody told. Don't forget Frank Sinatra. Oh, Frankie Panky. That opens up a lot of bits I can play. Now the reason I just played that tax me. It's kind of a weak bit, but it's the only uh, Doors one I think that we got, isn't it? No, I think we have a People Are Strange one somewhere in here. We do. I I, I don't know. What's but... it called? People. Oh, we got Peppy Fields. She's dead. <laughs> I just looked under pee-pee. Wow. I don't know what it's called. Just anyway, so uh, uh, what's his name? Was there Wesley Clark? He was in Hollywood to kick off his official campaign. And we got a lot of, uh, you know, bandwagon jumpers already in Florida and around the rest of the country, too. See, it's not just the Democrats, but anybody who realizes that Bush is a mitigated liar and is surrounded by a bunch of real evildoers and ought to be impeached already. I mean, yeah, it comes the the there you look on our website today, you'll find some really interesting articles there about what uh, in fact, one of them uses the F word a few times. This guy's so pissed off. How can this man not be being impeached right now? Oh well, no, uh, we never said Sodom had nothing to do with 9-11. and then uh, well, no, he really had nothing to do with Al Qaeda, and no, there are no weapons of mass destruction. This morning they're announcing to us breathlessly that they discovered that they had no uh, smallpox uh, at all, right? So every every couple of days, well, well, they didn't have any of this, and they didn't have any of that, and they didn't have any sarin gas, they didn't have any serendipity, and yada yada, yada. and yeah. So what the hell is this all about? Shut up. Yeah, that's exactly. So anyway, we got a lot of bandwagon jumpers. What really disturbed me in his article in the uh, Washington Post, it says, General Clark said his views on the war resemble those of Democratic Senators Jew Lieberman of Connecticut Holy and John yeah. the scary carrier, both of whom voted for the war but now questioned President Bush's stewardship of the Iraqi occupation. That having been said, I was against the wars that emerged because there was no reason to start it when we did. We could have waited, he said, during a 75-minute session with four reporters while he was eating kishki and uh, probably lots of matzo brai. Now, you don't eat that this time of year. Why not? You ever have matzo brai? Yes, I have. Oh. Clark, now here's what I did. He sounded sound a little like Arnold to me. Hey. Clark said he has few specific poly, policy ideas to offer voters right now and offered a few thoughts that might surprise Democrats flocking to his campaign. As recently as Sunday night, he was unsure if he should run for president. So Clark said voters need to give him time to think things through. See, if it's me, I mean, call me crazy. You're crazy. I know. But if it's me, I start thinking things through ahead of time and then say, hey, maybe I've got some answers for things that will work, like the economy and like this mess we got in Iraq and like the war on real terrorism and all of these things, as opposed to saying, hey, guess what? I'm running. Now let me figure out what I want to do. <laughs> well, that, that's the way it works now. Here's a lady in Atlanta. Hello. How you doing? Hey, Neil. (laughs) This is Diane. Hi, Diane.
9: (laughs) I used to live down there in Homestead through uh, Hurricane Andrew.
1: Wow, I'm so glad you got out.
9: Yeah, me too. (laughs) I'll bet. Um, I catch you on the internet here at work. Excellent. And I just really I I miss being down there and listening to you all the time, but I do get to hear at work, so. Good. Happy about that. Excellent. Um, My favorite musician. uh dead is uh, Elvis. Elvis? Mm-hmm.
1: He's gonna, you think he's going to win? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, we got uh, four names on there right now, and he's in last place, so he needs your help. Oh,
9: okay. Well, I guess he
1: does. The king needs your assistance, Diane.
9: Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> absolutely.
1: <laughs> can I say
9: absolutely. hey to my brother who sure lives down there in Plantation? You bet. All right. Hey, Robert.
1: <laughs> Have a great day, Diane. It's nice hearing from you. Okay. You, too. Be good. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. There's Diane. She's in Atlanta now. She's starting to speak like them folks in Atlanta. Pretty soon she'll be one of them. I hope not. Not for your sake, Diane. Nice lady. 5670560, who is your favorite all-time dead musician? Now, the early, we put just the four names on there. We got, look how many votes we got. About 30, man. Uh, John Lennon, 14. Jim Morrison, 9. Kurt Cobain, 4. Elvis has only got 3. So, Diane, he needs your help. The king needs a a helping hand. Or maybe another helping. Uh, And you said that uh, John Lennon would run away with it. Yes, I did. Well, he's not exactly running away with it. Just he's wait. in the lead, but Jim Morrison's right on his lily white ass. Here's a call from Weston. Hello. Hey, how you doing, Neil? Pretty good. How you doing?
10: Well, this kind of just every day I see the news. I hear three more uh, servicemen got killed yesterday. Yes, they did. That's is, right. Is there a website that tells you exactly how many? You know, what's the, what's the death count or or whatever? You know, how much is? You know, how many people? How many servicemen have died since uh, this this whole fiasco?
1: Uh. I don't really know if there is one. That's well, you know, I went to yesterday right.
10: trying to find one, but I couldn't. You know. are links to of we'll those
6: sites that we have links yeah. to have something yeah, on no there. No problem.
10: Let me ask one more question. You know, just, uh, what's weird about this, I still can't see how, you know, cause like, you know how, you know, how they say, you know, like when the, when the original election in, in 2000, they had like a demographic of who, which, which people voted for which president, you know, by, mm-hmm. I guess by the the way of everything. I just can't believe we have this many people that are blinded by the right, you know, that it, they just voted for just every time I see him on the TV, it makes, me, it makes me almost kind of ashamed to be American. Sometimes. Amen. All right. Well, again, um, just hope for the best. Hope we can get our guys back over here. You know. Just, Soon. yeah you And know, then of course, the president trying to ask for help for. First of all, he didn't want the help for the you you know for the United Nations. Yeah, how now do you he like that?
1: this? Now he's got his uh, hand up his ass and he's running there and yeah. uh, he's making all kinds of overtures. Please help us out because we're drowning in a sea of red ink and red blood.
10: Yeah. it just, it just really it's really just, it's just amazing how we can be you know how. You know, I don't know how you get that. You know, this say, approval rating is so high. It, are, are they? Are they Well, up the yeah. Numbers?
1: When you consider that 70 percent of the people still think that Sodom had something to do with 9/11, even yeah. after everybody came out except for Cheney and told us that he didn't, what does that tell you?
10: Man, it, it, man, it kind of makes you wonder how, you know, how smart the, uh, 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 the American uh, you know, public is. It seems like there are a bunch of, you know, I, I guess maybe they're getting dumb. I think
1: the word moron is what you're looking exactly. for. Exactly.
10: Yeah. Okay, yeah. hang in there,
1: pal. Have a great day. Uh,
10: you too, buddy. Bye-bye. See
1: ya. That's America's middle name. Yeah. Eddie Cochran, somebody says, a guy that made such great music in a very few years. Eddie Cochran. Get him on there right away. Okay. How about Wayne Cochran? Now, he's still alive. And he didn't really make well. He's one of Hank's good buddies, Wayne Cochran. You know that? No, I didn't. The Reverend Wayne Cochran? You can't no. make it being a uh, musician, be a preacher. That's what little Richard done. That's what she done. 10:41, 19 to 11 and 560 WQM. I'll tell you what's uh, really going big in South Florida—that's Brandy Shoes. They've been over there for over 25 years, and they just keep getting more and more popular. Bigger by the minute. In fact, they've got 40,000 plus pair of shoes in stock in their humongous 8,000 square foot mega store. Not just a little mom and pop shoe store anymore. But thanks to their popularity, they've grown to be humongous. They've got everything you're looking for—all the top names. They've got Rockports, Echoes, Mephisto, Timberland, Clark's, S.A.S. Florsheim. You name it, they got it. And no matter how big or petite your feet may be, they got remember that song Reat Petite by Jackie Wilson? No. Really? What do you know? Really? Anyway, men six to fifteen, they got women's five to twelve and wits from the very narrow to the very wide. I bet you a Bulk of Brian does because he's an old fart like me, with a really great memory for meaningless stuff. Brandy's is a great place to take your feet for a perfect fit every time because you get personal service from people who know your feet inside and out. They can even identify them probably by the smell. Brandy's Shoes, they're at 1290 North Federal Highway in Pompano Beach. Open daily, 9 to 9, Sundays, 10 to 5, and it's a great time to shop Brandy's this week because all men's and women's famous brands are on sale. Take 20% off brands like Rockport's, Naturalizer, SAS, Timberland, and lots more. Stop in or visit at Brandy's Shoes or check them out on the web at brandyshoes.com. Live,
2: live, and local. Sports Radio 560.
8: QAM. Uh, I know you must feel the same way
2: after all these years you've been imitating. Sometimes,
8: when you have a problem,
5: it helps to talk with others who have the same problem.
9: Okay, Elvis, you got something to share with the group now? Uh, yes, I do, Elvis. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you very much, sir. Yeah, Hold on, it. Elvis. Thank you very much. We'll... should we order some double
6: cheese
1: pizzas first? We'll get some peanut butter and sandwiches. good idea, Elvis. Thank you. Well, thank
8: you, Elvis. You're listening to an
5: encounter session at your local Elanon Center. Elanon where chronic Elvis impersonators go for help.
9: Now, once again, what was that you saying, Alvina?
4: Well, sir, I think it's time the people stop discriminating against us female impersonators of Elvis. Uh-huh. You know, I got sideburns right, too. Thank you. Right you
8: Learn to recognize the early warning signs. Twitching lips. I can't control my face. Swinging hips. I'm all shook up. Incredible weight gain. More Twinkies, please. At Elvis
5: Anonymous, we understand that impersonating Elvis is not a career. It's a disease. Love me tender. Love me sweet.
7: Give us something to read.
5: So please send what
8: you can to L. Anonymous, Memphis, Tennessee. And thank you. Thank you, sir.
1: 10:47. Oh, no. oh, got... oh, yeah. oh. He can't stop. Just like Mo, he can't help himself. Uh, so the deal on Wesley Clark is, uh, some of us aren't going to be jumping on a bandwagon all that fast. You know, we're going like, to kind of take a wait and see attitude. Just going to amble. <laughs> we're just going to kind of like, amble forward. Shuffle. Uh, now the thing, speaking of ambling forward on our poll, because we don't want to like overwhelm Eric with uh, these uh, daily. I don't know. How do I say it delicately? We don't want to, like, uh, get him all bent out of shape. So at the end of each hour, we'll, like, add on, like, a bunch more that we uh, that you called in, that you suggested. Okay. Right? All right. Isn't that a good way to do it? Sure. So, in other words, you might not want to hop on there and vote right away till you see the name of the uh, whoever it is that you like, that you want to vote for. Whatever. Now, what is this? The case of the wayward pastor with an eye patch became so bizarre before it ended Thursday that it drew spectators even extra security. Marty Tinglehoff, who wore an eye patch due to a recent scuffle with police, sued the church he once pastored in Gwinnett. This must be in Georgia, huh? Okay. Isn't that? I don't know. For more than 166 grand, he was asked to resign after allegations that he was drinking, gambling, and possibly addicted to sex court documents show. Tinglehoff agreed to leave the 300-member River of Life Church in December of 2001 after a decade there. He wanted a hefty severance package, but the uh, church stopped payments, prompting a civil lawsuit. Well, it goes on greatly. Oh, and you also, uh, you just faxed me the uh, poll. (laughs) George has this habit, which I try not to mention on the air, because it's pretty embarrassing. That is embarrassing. That uh, I uh, fax him stuff, and then he faxes it. It's supposed to fax it to Eric up in Orlando to put it on our website, but he just has this habit of faxing it back to me. I guess just to make sure I didn't forget about it. (laughs) Right. Because I'm getting old and kind of feeble myself. And I'm getting old and feeble, too, obviously. Very obviously. Here's a call from Oakland Park. Hello.
9: Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Quick impression of
2: George. It's Reverend Jones. It's
1: Reverend Jones. It's Reverend Jones. Yeah. Yeah, guess who that is? It's Reverend <laughs> Jones. <laughs> 567 oh, 0560 five, five, 60 on the ATT line. Here's Miramar. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir.
7: I have something for your poll.
1: Bob Marley. Bob Marley. How could we leave the Rasta man out?
5: All right, man.
1: Okay, thanks, Vaughn. Light up a big one. Bob Harley oh, for all you uh, druggies out there. I can't handle that Rasta hair. I'm awfully sorry. Does that make me a bigot? Ugh. Oh, okay. Well, I, I just can't look at it. What if Tom Welling had some Rasta hair? No, I couldn't stand it. You would dread it? Just like that, I would definitely dread. In fact, when I go into a deli, I dread locks. <laughs> can't stand fish. I know. Uh, now, who, who was that soccer player that we had on the other day in that one pool? I don't know. Beckham... Uh, David Beckham, very good. Oh, you notice now he's uh, getting on a payroll, maybe one of these days soon. Scott's starting to like actually respond once in a while. All very right. good. Don't overdo it though. But David Beckham is good. He's got he first he had like the real short, almost skinhead hair, and now he's gone the other extreme because he's making all this money. He figures he can do whatever the hell he wants. Plus he's like a big idol over there. I have no idea why, because he's like a marginal looking guy. He's okay, you know. But... He's
0: married well, to one you know of know the spice Brits. Girls.
1: I beg your pardon. He's married to one of the Spice Girls. That is correct. How come you're so like David Beckham intensive? You got like a blow up doll at home or something? He's a sports guy. Yeah, you told us you oh. weren't one of those sports nerds. Now sports. You said all you like is hockey, and you only told me that just to suck up to me. By the way, Leafs beat the Swedish national team nine to two last night. Oh. One of those meaningless exhibitionist games. I just mentioned that in passing. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T. I bet you there's a lot of excitement about the Panthers down there now, isn't there? No. But everybody's whipped up into a frenzy. Marlins are half game ahead. Boy, tonight they got the Braves in Atlanta. Better look at that schedule right away. Mad Dog 2-4. to four. Henry Goldberg 4-7. to seven. Three tough hours, Hank. <laughs> I hope, man. By the way, nice going to the Mad Dog and Hank that on that was... trend too. Excellent job. Dave wants that show 5-6. So like I said, two hours for the Humber. That's more like it. Marlins on deck at 7. Marlins at the Braves 735. Eddie can't a baseball game. ESPN radio overnight because Joe and Mark aren't doing it. They're not cutting it, man. They're not doing it. They raised forty bucks for abandoned pet rescue yesterday. I'd be embarrassed, wouldn't you? If you go to uh, this afternoon to wherever the hell you're going, where is it? Fort Lauderdale uh, Harley Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> it's Reverend Jones. But if you go out there and raise only forty bucks, you probably wouldn't come back on Monday, would you? Yeah, I'd come back anyway. I have no embarrassment well, factor, obviously. If you only raise forty bucks, don't I'll, come I'll back. I'll put more in. Uh, here's Boynton Beach. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir.
9: Neil, how you doing? Great. I got, uh, I don't know if you want one or a couple for your poll there. One. Uh, one. Jimi Hendrix.
1: Jimi Hendrix, exactly. Right under Bob Marley. I see, uh, I see a good fit. Great. Okay, okay, man. Watch out for the purple haze. Jimi Hendrix, the greatest guitarist in the history of mankind, next to Andre Segovia and, uh, (laughs) Eric Clapton and, uh, Jose Feliciano. And George Jose Feliciano. I used to like him, you know? I think he's still blind. Is he still blind? I'll be goddamn. Is he still stinking the, the Star-Spangled Banner? Is that what he stank? They actually made a record out of that. Do you remember that? No. no. I yeah. remember uh, Fleas nab your dad. Fleas uh, on your dad. But no, seriously, they made a uh, single of 45 out of uh, Jose Feliciano The Star-Spangled Banner. He done a great job on that. Well, As jolly opposed to a lot of these artists who just butcher and butcher and butcher, and which is already a torturously bad song to begin with. He
0: covered Light My Fire, too. With a blanket. How about well,
1: He didn't really mean it, but he didn't see where he was putting it. He covered like my fire. Oh, this Scott man. What the hell got into him? He must have got like a free meal something. Clarence. Clarence today. Oh, Clarence got into him? <laughs> him. No wonder he's on the payroll. Oh, now yes. we understand it. Wow, now don't get sore about it. So the word is that early this afternoon is when we're going to get the heaviest, uh, not a big deal here in Ontario, but, I mean, the heaviest rain and, like, a little something so that it wasn't all for nothing. And they showed there was, like, a tree down somewhere in the city. So whoopee-doo, you know? I love that front page of the National Post. And it's really a crappy paper. But that that was so beautiful. And they've got pictures of all of these uh, correspondents with their with their ponchos on and the whole thing getting blown away almost. Okay, let's see. Now, how can we have additional names on here? I thought he was only going to do it at the end of the hour. I oh, think he's listening. Oh. Well, he, listen, as you can, Eric, we don't want to overwhelm you or burden you because the last thing we want is to like sour what has become a decent relationship. You're doing a great job with our bedtime stories, as I am, by the way. And, uh, George, the last thing he needs is for you to start going sour on him again and getting psychotic. And the last thing I need is for you to start calling me up here again because, believe you me, uh, 87 votes, your all-time favorite dead musician. Note, this is a poll in uh, progress. If you don't see uh, look at, look at this. <laughs> Boy, I tell you, this, he, he responds like a trained puppy, you know what? Note, this is a poll in progress. If you don't see your favorite on here, call it in. And then you can vote for it later. So now he's going the other extreme. I, t- I think right. before you get the second name out of your mouth, he'll have it on there already. I love Eric. He, he's doing a fine job. I mean, he used to be a real asshole, but then, you know, something happened. He got religion. Ninety-two votes. John Lennon thirty-seven. I thought he's running away with it. Elvis Presley twenty-one. Jim Morrison twenty. Kurt Cobain twelve. Frank Sinatra two, and nobody else has any votes. Oh my God! Nobody else has any votes. Here's no. a fact that says, "Dear God, why is Frank Zappa not on that list?" Well, because we haven't gotten there yet. We he is they now. haven't suggested it till now. He is now. You know, what? probably the one one bit. Well, I won't say more than any of them one of the ones I enjoy playing almost more than anything else. Bobby Brown? Is Bobby Brown. Oh, yeah, we also got Bobby Barr. Hey
7: there, people, I'm Bobby Brown.
1: So we'll get to that. So Frank Zapp is on the list that says, uh, I won't vote until he's there. Well, you can vote momentarily because I guarantee you, from a dedicated listener recently moved to Memphis. Well, good luck in Memphis. You'll need it. He moved to Memphis and he ain't voting for the king? Well, they will probably uh, excommunicate his ass by the end of the day. Freddie Mercury, George and I were talking about that before the show. We could have put him on there already, but we figured we'll give you something to do. You know, if we put them all on there, then what are you people going to do? Besides, sit there and diddle it, you know? Freddie Mercury, get him on there, a real queen. Anybody can be like a make-believe queen, but Freddie was a real... He was like maybe the definitive queen. He was a maple leaf queen? He was a maple leaf queen. Carlo Fax is here and says, I would have to say my favorite dead musician would be Who drummer Keith Moon. That was my vote. Was it? Yes, it was. Speaking of moon, it just dawned on me we have that drop-in that goes,
0: Get the Hoover
1: out the moon, man. Maybe that's why he died. Maybe they stuck the Hoover up his... uh Shoot. The greatest drummer in history, his manic playing was the inspiration for Animal of the uh, Muppets. Most rock star be- uh, behavior and cliches were drawn from his life. How do you like that? In P.S. P.S. Nice young. one, George. Whatever that means. Nice one, George. He says you got a nice one. Oh, he's seen it then. Keith's moon. Get him on here right away from the hood. He's still dead, by the way. Are you sure Jose Feliciano still is blind? My,
2: My f- and local. This is Sports Radio Five Sixty. Q U- QAM. U- a- Number one. Damn it! Hey there,
7: people. on am They say I'm the cutest boy in town. My car is fast, my teeth are shiny. I tell all the girls they can kiss my hiney. Here I am at a famous school. I'm dressing sharp and I'm acting cool. I got a cheerleader here wants to help with my paper. Let her do all the work and maybe later I'll ring her. Oh God, I am the American. I do not think I'm too extreme And I'm a handsome son of a bitch I'm gonna get a good job and be real rich get Women's liberation Game creeping all across the nation I'll tell you people, I was not ready When I f- this day by the name of Freddie all oh, she tried to make you say when She had the balls in her vice, but she left the dick I guess it's still the thong, but now it's used too quick Oh God, I am the American dream But now I smell like Vaseline And I'm a miserable son of a bitch Am I a boy or a lady? I don't know which I wonder, wonder, wonder so I went out and bought me a leisure suit I jingled my change, but I'm still kind of cute Got a job doing radio promo And none of the jocks can even tell I'm a homo Eventually me and a friend Sort of drifted along into s and I can take about an hour on the Tower of Power As long as I get a little golden shower Oh God, I am American dream With a spindle up my butt Till it makes me scream And I'll do anything to get ahead I'll lay awake nights Saying thank you Fred Oh God, oh God I'm so fantastic Thanks to Freddie, I'm a sexual spastic. And And my name is Bobby Brown Watch me now I'm going down And my name is Bobby Brown Watch me now, I'm going
1: down. And my name is Bobby Brown. Watch me now, I'm going down. 11-03-560-WQM. Happy Friday. It's raining cats and dogs here in Toronto. But you know something? No big deal. A little bit of wind, a little bit of breeze, a finesse the breeze. Here's a fact, uh, two votes, by the way, for uh, Kurt, for uh, Frank Zapp already. They'll get some votes. And rightfully so. I love Frank Zapp. This yep. fact says uh, this is from Gene. So I guess he likes anybody named Gene. Gene Krupa. <laughs> Was a much better a much better drummer than you have uh, Louis Armstrong, Cab Calloway, Duke Ellington, Nat King Cole, Guy Galambarro and a one and a two and uh yeah, Lawrence Wu. What? what does that mean? Do you have any idea what no. it means? Gene Krupa. Do we really want to put on Gene Krupa? Why not? He makes me poopa. <laughs> Gene Krupa, you couldn't play the tuba. Okay, put him on. He won't get any votes. You have to be really old to even know who the hell Gene Krupa was. But Gene uh, finishes out his facts very nicely by saying, Impeach Bush. Oh, nice going, Gene. Did I do the story about the world's old, oldest genitals being found? Not yet. Well, here it is. London. This is from Reuters, no less, so it might be true. Scientists have discovered fossils of the world's oldest genitals belonging to 400 million-year-old insects in ancient rocks in Scotland. I didn't know that insects had genitals, did you? Well, of course. How else do you think they do it?
10: The penis of, of the
1: ancient Harvestman insects, commonly known as the Daddy Long Legs. Oh, I know him. Oh, you know who didn't make our poll of dead movie stars? Who? John Holmes. Somebody, somebody had called, but
0: he hung up and he was going to say that.
1: Yeah, how do you know that?
0: Because he told me so and I did not want to know that. Why did not? You have to tell Neil.
1: What do you mean you didn't want to know? Oh, I see. The penis of the ancient harvestman insects commonly known as daddy longlegs was two-thirds the length of the body and remarkably similar to the modern-day species, New Scientist magazine said Wednesday. The discovery of the world's oldest genitals proves that little has changed over the last 400 million years, at least for daddy longlegs, the magazine said. Jason Dunlop and a team of researchers from Humboldt University in Berlin who will present their findings at a conference in Aberdeen, Scotland, also uncovered a long, egg-laying organ called an... Ovipositor from a female, an mm-hmm. ovipositor, as well as genitals, the fossils have the oldest known arachnid respiratory system, suggesting harvestmen's ancestors had long since crawled out of the sea and learned to breathe. The magazine said, "Harvestmen arachnids are sometimes mistaken for spiders, but they're more closely related to ticks or mites because they don't spin webs. Unlike mo, Absolutely. they don't spin a wicked web. The previous oldest penis." which dated back 100 million years and was found in Brazil, belonged to an ostracod. I wonder if he had his cod piece on. An early crustacean related to crabs, shrimp, and water fleas. That was probably the first penis that had crabs. The the oldest penis on an early crustacean. I'll be damned. Now, that dated back 100 million. This one dates back... 400 million years. I guess that kind of shoots a hole in the Bible crap, huh? I stuff. Carbon (laughs) dating isn't
6: real. It's a satanic plot.
1: Yeah, it's a satanic plot. Okay, all you stupid people out there, just believe all those getchkis, okay, all that nonsense. That religious, that good old mumbo-jumbo. And I do like chicken gumbo. (laughs) Oh, speaking of that, speaking of penis, might as well do this story right on the ass end of that. Sodomy shocker at New York High School. (laughs) Do you see this story? It's on our website. (laughs) Yeah. A Long Island school board has voted to win the high school football team season amid allegations that some players were sexually assaulted by older teammates at a training camp. There we go with that same old stuff again, over and over again. Football. That's a gay club, you moron. Right. The Belmore Merrick School Board decided at a Wednesday night closed door meeting to cancel all of the Mepham High School football team's games. Newsday reported in yesterday's editions, three varsity players, ages 15, 16, and 17, allegedly sodomized three junior varsity players with a broomstick, pine cones, and golf balls while other players watched the newspaper reported. How do you like that? I better do that lady in Delray Beach because the ladies won't hang on. Or in Dania Beach. Hello? Lady in Dania Beach. Hello? Yes, ma'am.
9: I'd like to nominate Ronnie Van Zant. Okay. And this is Valerie Thompson from Dania Beach. I love your show. Listen to it every day.
1: Thanks, Valerie. Have a great weekend. Thank you. You too. Bye. Bye. Ronnie Van Sand, got it, down. Got it. Got it, Eric? Eric's on. Anyway, three varsity players, ages 15, 16, and 17, allegedly sodomized three junior varsity players with a broomstick, pine cones, and golf balls, while other players watched the newspaper save. The alleged assaults took place at Camp Wayne in Preston Park, Pennsylvania, where about 60 Mepham High School players and five coaches spent a week last month. They were spent. Newsday said Pennsylvania State Police were investigating the allegations. No charges have been filed. The three accused players have been suspended from the team, but not from the school, pending the outcome of a district investigation. School officials and players have said that the coaches didn't know about the incidents until one of the victim's parents reported to the school principal several days after the team had returned. The school board found that many of the team's players violated the district's code of conduct by not reporting the alleged abuse, Newsday said. How do you like that? Some uh, players sexually assaulted by older teammates is more that faggery continues in the world of young guys sports. You're gay. Yeah, that sounds like Reverend Jones. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on your <laughs> AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Who is your all-time favorite dead musician? John Lennon's running away with it. I predicted that. I really didn't think he would. Forty-seven. And, and let me ask you this. I'm not going to wait till somebody calls it in. How about George Harrison? Okay. Well, what's wrong with that? If Nothing. John, if John Lennon can go on there and get all the glory.
6: It's because pulled. of the tragic murder and he, you know.
1: Well, George Harrison didn't exactly die
6: a very pleasant death. No, but nevertheless.
1: Nevertheless, my ass. It's
6: all about the hype. Lennon was hyped long before he was shot, and then he met with a ter- terrible, tragic ending.
1: And uh... now, I should probably be upset with Lynn, who faxed in three names. See, I I don't, uh, but I'm not going to be upset because there are three good names. Stevie Ray Vaughan, right? Right. From now on, we're going to limit it to one per customer. Although, when I get to these other factors, they'll probably have about 30 each. Buddy Holly. I mean, I don't know. Uh, Of course, when we say who's your favorite, see, I can't argue because it's your opinion. It's like, what's your favorite flavor of ice cream? Mm -hmm. If you say vanilla, who the hell am I to say your taste is crap? And Roy Orbison. Roy the boy. Well, I sure wish I had that. What's that one? Uh... Oh, we have the traveling Wilburys, don't we? What's the name of that bit?
6: Uh,
1: is, it, is it the ancient Wilburys? I think so. No. Aging? It's something. The aged Wilburys? What the hell is the name of that thing? Anyway, so thank you, Lynn, even though you did put three on here and we get very upset about that. Here's Bob Weir of the Dead and Rat Dog. Bob Weir. Who? Huh? Is he relation? Is he kin to the uh, golfer, the Canadian golfer Mike Weir, you think? No, no. no. Bob Weir, put him on there, W-E-I-E-I-R. I I have no idea who that is. It's
0: from the Grateful Dead.
1: Oh, well, if we're going to put him on there, I guess we're going to have to put Jerry Garcia. Yeah. Sure. I say with great uh, reluctitude, because anybody that's one of those deadheads, really, really, their taste is deep inside their tush. Deep in their tush. Here's a call from Plantation. Hello.
9: Hey, Veal. Yes, sir. I called to put Jerry on. And
1: Jerry Garcia. Way, see, it's my my second powers way, again.
9: Bob Weir's alive.
1: He is.
9: <laughs> yeah, he you know he ought to be dead because he sucks. Okay. <laughs> but Jerry is the man, and even when he was alive, he was gratefully dead.
1: Amen. Well said.
9: And, and, and with Pharrell in the morning, he sounds like Harvey Fierstein.
1: Ever see him together? Yeah. No just be loved. that's so wrong. So let's cross Bob Weir out because he's still alive. They hit him with five shots and he's still alive. I just love the way that Salazzo said that. He's obsessed with that. And then he does that jaw thing. It wasn't with the jaw, it was more like with the teeth. Yeah, whatever it is, like side to side. Mm-hmm. You know what Sonny said? Bing,
2: you blow their brains all over your nice cyber League suit. Bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber League suit. Okay, he said it twice bing, you
1: blow their brains all over, your nice side That's what Santino said. How about John Bonham or Glenn Miller? Oh, we're not going to put Glenn Miller on there. I mean... Why not? You're not in the mood? I'm not in the mood. Oh, 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 man, are you getting old. Wow. <laughs> I got it in the other room. We got the CD. That's a scary. Okay, John Bonham and Glenn Miller. Well, Glenn Miller was very, very popular on the RCA Records after WW2. I saw that movie. He was an innovator. Yeah, okay. They should have tossed him down the elevator. John Bonham and uh, Bo are getting a humongous list here. We apologize to Eric because I know it's an awful lot of work, and uh, he might you know, burn off a few calories or something bad like that. It's 11-12, uh, it's raining here. Did I mention it's raining? Yeah, true. So we got the ass that we got Isabel's ascend here in T.O. and in Ontario, because anything evil and bad that happens, we certainly don't want to be left out on the heels of the SARS, uh, not once but twice, and the West Nile, and uh, the uh, mad cow, and the tainted beef, well, and cooties. the... Uh, huh Cooties. And the power out- outage, all of these things. We don't want to be left out. 11.13 at QAM, we got the Mad Dog at 2, the Humper at 4, including the Dave Wanstead Show at 5. Boy, I hear Dave Wanstead. He just, I can't deal with him. I don't like him at all. Uh, Marlon's on deck at 7, Marlon's at the Braves 735. It's the game of the year, and of course from here on in, I guess they're all the game of the year. Eddie Camp, to the baseball game and the unctuous ESPN radio overnight, cause it's free and we got nothing else to put on. Hey, if you've got no, nothing to put on that fits because you're fat and you're trying really bad and hard to lose some weight, here's the answer for you. And that is Delights of West Boca, a store where you'll find zillions and zillions of low-carb and sugar-free products. So if you're on the Atkins or any of those similar diets, here's the uh, store that you're going to fall in love with. Because unlike your supermarket, which carries just the basics, you know, your meat and cheese and seafood, Delights has got all kinds of uh, really uh, great things, snacks, to keep you on the straight and narrow path. Because nobody can just eat your meat and cheese and seafood and cheese and seafood and meat. Am I right about that? Yes. Yes. Try the new low-carb instant cup of soup from Delight. Just pop water in there and put it in the microwave. It's a low-carb meal in a cup in four delicious flavors. Be sure to take a puke at the sinfully delicious low-carb muffins for a quick breakfast. They've got your own little individual-sized cheesecake, Judy's low-carb peanut brittle, ready rated drink, chocolate and low shakes. It's a low-carb meal in your can. The Atlas chocolate crisp and chocolate mint bars with no maltitol, speaking of cans, and the almond snack cakes, the blondies in six different flavors. I bet you they got a lot of new things too, but Skippy doesn't service any of his accounts. They've got low carb hot cocoa, apple cider, and Delight's incredible selection of low carb pastas, sauces, dressings, chips, chocolates, their famous Carbolite ice cream. You can try any of these things before you buy them too, and of course Atkins' brand's products are on sale all day, every day at Delight's. They're open daily, 10 to 10. You'll find them on the northeast corner of Glades in 441 next to Boston Market. Call them toll-free at one 877 Carb or shop them on the web at lowcarb.com. Don't forget, the delights of West Boca, it's your official Atkins Retail Center.
2: My, My and local, this is Sports Radio 560. am
10: I dropped in on
7: the floor. You're it on the floor, I was turning blue, I died right after you, I never thought that, that I, would I would die Ritter, at the same time that Johnny had cast it too, shut, shut the ambulance door, there's nothing else you can do, John and I are through, who'd have figured that John Ritter'd pass away with a boy named Sue? I think
5: I may have caught something when I danced through that summers that day. I always thought you were a fool. Well, every show I did blue.
7: My health was steadily falling from the alcohol and the cocaine. I was a star of the two. And
1: now we're both in the two. I think there's something alive in my wiener. I just heated up a, a wiener in the microwave. You it's know how moving? when you put, cook something in a microwave and it, it's a, real high heat and sometimes it starts making that like squealing sound? Oh, yeah. Whining. Yeah. Well, this one, it wasn't just squealing, it was screaming. <laughs> yeah, and it kept going on. I thought, gee, I hope that the neighbors don't hear that. They're going to think I'm like, <laughs> killing somebody in here. It's not, it sounded like there was somebody alive in my wiener. Yeah, like they've never heard that before. Which I am chomping on one right now, as a matter of fact. Well, what's wrong with that? Nothing. Somebody faxes and says, Randy Rhodes, Ozzy's a guitarist, knocked the Broward bitch with a good heart, but no clue. Broward! Her. No clue is exactly right. But Randy's going to save the world. You watch. I'm watching. And you know where We're going to save the world from itself, from all these uh, horrendous things going on, all this death and destruction? No. Delhi, Den. That's the hub. That evidently is the hub. The nexus of the universe. Glenn in Iowa, who's still around. Nice hearing from you, Glenn. He says, how about Janice Joplin? Of course. We don't want to leave her mm-hmm. out. What's Why the out? Of that fit that we've got? Um, it's uh Avon,
6: Genesis, what if? It's I don't think I've put that in here. ACN. Yet.
1: Oh, I, no, I know exactly where it is, but I, I, all the other stuff that I put in here? No, I didn't put that in there yet, so that's a little homework for me to do. Jesus H. Christ says this fax. He's still warm and he's already forgotten. Johnny Cash! Oh! How could we? I would hope he belongs on the poll. Well, anybody belongs on the poll, if it's your opinion. I mean, you know, anybody reasonable. Except (laughs) Uh, All-time favorite dead musician is obviously, it says on this one, Jerry Garcia. Oh, obviously. I can't imagine any other way. I mean, should he get all the votes? Obviously. 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 But this one from uh, Hollywood says, uh, can you vote for a group, Leonard Skinner, who went down? Well, they didn't all die. No. Who went down in a plane crash, if not Ronnie Van Zant, who's already on there. Thank you, uh, J.K. in Hollywood. Also, I couldn't get you down the nerd pool. How could we forget Woody Allen and Conan O'Brien? Did we forget them? No. They no. were both on there. But thanks anyway, J.K. in Hollywood. He's having a rough life. Five six seven zero oh, five sixty. Look at John Lennon just running off and hiding. It's Because Yoko's right behind him. No, because he sees that guy in the street again. But <laughs> that was his name, Chapman. Right. What was his first name? Mark. Mark David Chapman. Was he kin to John Chapman, the harness driver? He's dead, too, by the way. Remember John Chapman at the Roosevelt Raceway? John Lennon, 56. Elvis Presley, 29. How about Charles Conrad? Jim Morrison, 27. Paul uh, Kurt Cobain, 15. Kurt ain't doing all that great, you know what? No, (laughs) and he's not feeling too good either. What a lot of nerve, Anna. Bob Marley, 11. Jimi Hendrix is right on his ass, still 9. It wouldn't surprise me at all. Uh, Frank Zappa's got eight. Frank Sinatra's only got five. Good. That means we don't have too many old farts with computers. Uh, Freddie Mercury, five. Uh, bon Scott of ACDC's got two. Keith Moon, one. Eddie Cochran, one. Jerry Garcia's only got one. Good. No votes for Gene Krupa, John Bonham, Glenn Miller, or Ronnie Van Zant yet. As of yet. We don't have Roy Orbison on there yet, or Stevie Ray Vaughan, or Buddy Holly, or George Harrison. How come George Harrison ain't on there yet? Eric, how come he ain't on there? I don't want to start getting pushy, Eric. I think he's being rather selective. Okay, here's one, Tucker, who's becoming frantic factor. Frantic. Do you see the way he uh, prints his stuff out? Wild. I like that handwriting. Please add... Oh, see? Marvin Gaye. Can I change my vote? No, I I like Jim Morrison. But I I love Marvin Gaye. Uh, It says, has there been another soul or R&B singer to compare him with And the answer, of course, is no. no. How about Fats Waller? What do you think? Nobody knows who that is. Who's dead, though? 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. So many names, so little time. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. How about Santa Cruz? Celia Cruz, yeah. of course, out of sight, out of mind. she was,
9: she's famous here with all the police in, in Miami, a yeah. uh, very white also.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sickeningly sweet. Yeah, very white. I'll put it on there just to humor him, okay? But it's a good thing I chopped him off. He probably had a list of uh, a whole <laughs> About bunch. About 30, man. Yeah. Celia <laughs> Cruz, baby. Don't be leaving out poor Celia. See. Si. No, I don't want to see it. 5670560. Oh, don't forget, George, this afternoon, 3 to 5. This is pressure packed because if he don't raise at least 40 bucks, he can't come back on Monday. Yeah. That's right. 3 to 5 at the Fort Lauderdale Harley on Federal Highway just south of Oakland Park Boulevard. He'll have some crappy QM prizes. But Atlantic City subs and some Dickens cider energy drinks, and we'll have all our best Neil merchandise, the CDs, and the Mo Howard David keychain. Absolutely. I don't think those things are going over that big, are they? Do we have like a? Uh, I don't want to confess that, because
6: uh, Miguel told me that you know when he announced that we had leftover mandage keychains, mm-hmm. those are the ones they
5: want. <laughs> How do you like that? All right.
1: Yeah. No, not only do they hate you and your show, they don't want your stupid keychain either, okay? I mean, yeah, it's really That's extra bad on my part to be ripping him because he was he was decent enough to even though of course there were a couple he didn't want on there. Absolutely. But he was decent enough to allow us to do that, even though he had no say in it really, but you know. This is better than sex. See, there you go. The Who would want day one of the those? Come on. Huh? Who wouldn't want one of these keychains? Somebody that hates him like poison. So they ought to be song like cocktails. This is better than sex. Yeah. Why the hell not? How about you asshole? Isn't that on there? You asshole? Oh, I love it. See, that's about the only thing I like about him is the fact the way he says that with such tremendous enthusiasm and such ventum in his voice, as the one guy says. He got real ventum. You asshole. Oh yeah. See, when he says it You asshole you can tell he means it. <laughs> Every bone in his brittle old body is just just on the verge of bending, cracking, when he says that. Uh, line 2 doesn't have a, a location on there, which is probably uh, operator error somewhere. Probably. Do you, do you have it there? Does it say it's something down. I don't, I don't see like see it here. here. Here's somebody from somewhere. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. I contributed 20 bucks to the pet rescue. Thank you. To Miguel. Yes, Thanks. Miguel, Miguel all about it. Got my own place, got a job. Doing good. I
6: almost have a life. Well, those what is it? He loves those animals.
1: It's the guy with the eyes. Ah! Uh, oh, you know something? I don't think I'm going to recover. I'm going to have to take the next six weeks off. <laughs> don't do that. No, listen to me. They raised $40 yesterday, Joe and Mark, wherever they were, and 20 bucks was from the guy with the eyes. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Seriously, if Joe and Mark show up Monday night to do that show, I'm, I'll be shocked. Aren't you? Aren't you dismayed and grossed out by that? I, I'm touched and honored that he would come all the way to wherever they were yeah. and support the. In other thundering. words, what you're trying to say is better than than you is what you're trying <laughs> oh, to. Oh yeah. Yeah. How did I guess? The guy with the eyes. Oh my God, Joe Costello and Mark Eisenberg. I would hang my head in oh. shame. I'd hide under the bed. Miguel says no, become... he did
6: not show up, so that forty bucks was not from him. What do you mean? He, he, well, whatever contribution he made, he didn't make it there then.
1: Oh, he just got he, saying. He, he went to what he a van hit. I could barely he went hear him. sounded hit. like he was in a room closet yeah. or in some closet oh. David Cassidy. Anyway, he went to a van hit. That's when he contributed. I see. 27 past 11 at 560. WQM Joe and Mark Still, by the way, blow. It was a horrendous job, 40 bucks. God, I, I could find that much like loose change on a sidewalk. Hey, if you got a little loose tangent you want to plunge this weekend on all the big football games or whatever, maybe you want to bet on some of those exhibition hockey games. VIPSportsbook.com <laughs> is top voters best. We got on this radio station a zillion sportsbooks that are trying to peddle to you. About 30, man. In fact, I heard the Humper yesterday talking about Costa Rica. Cobalt, you know what Costa Rica is. It's a jungle down there. Ninety-nine percent of these bookies are down there in the jungles. Good luck finding them when you want to get your cash. So this year, move up in class to vipsportsbook.com, the oldest and the largest sportsbook in a real civilized, perverted place, the Netherlands. They're 100% legal and licensed as well. So listen to me. Listen to an old pervert like me and call vipsportsbook.com now, toll-free at 1-866-VIP-BETS, because, to put it simply, their South Florida's best. And if you sign up now, you can bet all South Florida football and basketball teams Juice free all year long. Can the juice? You want to bet on the Dolphins? It's hundred to win a hundred. You want to bet on the Hurricanes? It's hundred to win a hundred. So forget about paying that vigorous All signups get a twenty percent cash bonus. Not some funny money match play bonus either. VIPSportsbook.com. That's where you find them online or call them toll free. And be sure to mention you heard about it here on Sports Intensive Gambling Obsessive QAM 866 VIP Bets that's the number 1866 VIP Bets for vipsportsbook.com where you are the VIP
2: Five and Local This,
1: this is 5 Cities.
2: The radio is all yours now. Uh. QAM
7: Five sixty WQAM presents the Opie and Anthony Show with Mo Howard David. This is Opie.
0: And I'm Anthony. Yeah, wait a minute, it's me with the low voice. Oh. Yeah, you got the affected voice.
8: Okay. <clears throat>
0: hi, Anthony.
8: Yeah, hi, Opie. And uh, let's not forget our old pal Mo Howard David. Yeah, I was wondering how long it would take for you two punks to get around to me. Oh, that really hit the big time, huh?
2: Here I am with the Opie on Anthony. Hey, Mo. What?
0: Take off your pants. Yeah,
2: we're going to rape you now. <laughs> you got to be kidding me.
0: This is a family show. Ah, uh, wrong. This is the Go P. on Anthony show. Now, come on. Strap. I thought you guys only did that in church. Yeah. Hey, get your hands out of it. Get out of there. Get up and submit. Touch my no, delicates. Don't touch my delicates. I'm tender. <laughs> <laughs> Why does everybody want to rape me? Why, because we think it's funny,
2: that's why. Yeah, you got a nice back. Uh, i got news for you, Pally. I'm still spry.
0: I,
7: I, ought to marvelize you.
0: I got his hands tied, Opie. Want the Red ball? No, not for this. All right, Ma, open wide for Chunky. Let's sing that together now, shall we? Okay.
7: Open wide for (sighs) Chunky. All
0: right, stop spanking, Anthony. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, use your lips. No teeth. No teeth. I said no
7: teeth. Bring out the You're not the boss of me now. Yeah, I really saw it. It's a busy guy now, don't I? Bring out the Well done. Uh. Okay. Take it away, Mo. See you later. Thanks. What? You're just going to leave me here? We'll be right back. On five sixty.
1: Yeah. Tw- what, what was supposed to be there at the end of that? I don't
6: know. I gotta huh? tell you, I'm supposed yes. to pass along in defense of our good friends Joe and Mark. Uh huh. Their appearance yesterday was on the corner of Chrome and Kendall. If you know where that is. It's practically in the in the middle center. of a in the middle of a Malanga field in the swamp. Yeah. So well, the, who
1: the hell set that piece of crap up? I don't know. Oh, it was
6: paid.
4: Mm -hmm.
1: Hey, listen, you can be out in the middle of the Everglades, okay? And if you've got some money, QAM will uh, send somebody out there, okay? We'll send them one of them paddle wheel things. Yeah, an airboat. Who's your all-time favorite dead musician? Why does he have dead dead? What, What does that mean? Typo? No, maybe he's just trying to emphasize the completely dead, as opposed to, like, maybe just a little bit dead. Lightly dead. John Lennon, 64. Elvis Presley, 30. How many's Elvis got? About 30, man. Jim Morrison, 29. Kurt Cobain, 18. Bob Marley, 14. Jimi Hendrix, 11. Frank Snatra, 9. Frank Zappa, 9. Freddie Mercury, 8. Jerry Garcia, 4. Although I do love his ice cream. Bon Scott, 3. Stevie Ray Vaughan, 3. Barry White Scott, 3. Johnny Cash, 2. Just died and he's only got two votes. Eddie Cochran, Keith Kakamon, and Celia Cruz each have a pair. Roy Orbison won. Randy Rhodes won. Gene Krupa's got one. I told you you'd get a vote. Probably yeah. whoever faxed that in. Uh, John Bonham's got one. And no votes yet for Buddy Holly, Janis Joplin, Marvin Gaye, Glenn Miller, or Ronnie Van Zandt out of 222. Now, was that Karen Valentine in room 222? Yes.
6: Was it? Yeah, it was. Boca Bright um, talks about it all the time. I have no idea what he's talking about. You never
1: saw that show room 222? She was a school teacher, Karen Valentine. All right. I always confuse her with Catherine Ross. They don't look anything alike, I don't think. No. But they begin with a K. Sure. It's in Que Pasa, USA. Boy, I sure wish that was still on. Here's Miami. Hello. How you doing, dear? Okay, sir.
10: I got a recommendation for your poll. Yeah, okay. Uh, Tupac Shakur. That's my nigga, dog. That's the man right there. Tupac. Tupac. Okay, man. Alright.
1: Okay. Word. <laughs> Tupac. I was kind of like a six-pack myself. And hey, Tupac, he's still dead, by the way. Yeah. We're putting Tupac on, but not Biggie? Nobody called for Biggie yet, okay? So, you t- called P-I-G? for Biggie. Are you trying to get Big Wilson on the pole again? Hello, Big? Here's a call from Sunrise. Hello?
2: Yeah, how about Dwayne Allman?
1: Dwayne Allman. I just wrote him down on the list because somebody how factored about it it in. Spoop,
2: Bono? Yeah. Uh, I thought it was
1: funny.
7: I guess not. Okay.
1: Take care. Well, I didn't hear what he said about Sorry. before... For a spoof, Sonny Bono. Oh, oh well, that's almost as funny as the one that says Desi Arnaz, ha ha ha. <laughs> that's what it says on the fax. Vote for dead musician Desi Arnaz, ha ha ha. <laughs> yeah, from Rob in Huntington, New York. Well, thanks a lot, Rob. Come kind of the hurricane wiped out where the uh, part where his brain used to be. We are having there's like uh, you know a couple of lines down here and there, and I just want to you know, so nobody's disappointed couple of spotty power outages around the GTA. Just so people don't get upset, because we've got to get some bad stuff. Dwayne Allman of the Allman Brothers, of course he's on air. Boy, he's a rambling, gambling man. That's one of my very all-time favorite scenes in any movie ever. When Father uh, Paranoia is there in the bar. Father Marin. Father Marin. No, he's not Father Marin. Father Marin was the old guy. Sorry, I confused them. Father Karras. See, that's because you're not a football player and you can't see word association. Alice right. Karras, Detroit Lions, uh, Father Karras. He's dead, by the way. The power of Christ compels you. I think I'm losing my faith. And you hear them sit playing Rambling Man in the background by the Allman Brothers. Uh, John Bonham, Led Zeppelin drummer, it's, uh, we got it. Was that it? Were you just playing it? Well, no. Oh, I thought you were just playing the Rambler. I got it here somewhere, Rambling Man. Somewhere. In fact, that's what we're gonna to do to kill some good time. We're gonna play at least two, three songs by each of these names. I could play it on the nose guitar. Can you?
5: Yeah. <laughs> Talent.
1: That wasn't bad, but it's not, not in the same league. Well, you probably had more practice on it when I had an opportunity. Oh, to I can't get my do, comb and paper out. Do know, a few pay-takes. takes. George's most famous uh, moment <laughs> was on that bit, the old paper and comb. <laughs> that was fabulous. <laughs> Five six seven pound 560. So we got the guy with the eyes is helping us out on Abandoned Pet Rescue. Geez. Probably had a pawn his David Cassidy blow up doll to get the money to buy the CD. Here's a call from Hollywood. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How about uh, Jim Croce? Jim Croce, outstanding, and he is mild. He was good. He was great. He wasn't good, he was great. He's one of my favorite rights.
9: I was just up in uh, Rochester, New York uh, last week. Right? I live up there. Used to live up there, but I,
1: I would have waved at you right across the lake if I knew you were. We here. were right
9: on the lake, and uh, my uncle said that once, once in a while they can see like the skyline from Toronto at night. Are you serious Yeah, because huh. he's da- he's uh, toward Buffalo more on, on Lake Ontario that way.
1: Right. And once in
9: a while they'll see it; they'll see the lights. It's got to be just right, you know.
1: I'll will hop right on the CN Tower. But I'll tell you, it's
9: beautiful up there. I mean, the neighborhoods in Rochester and stuff. I mean, I haven't been up there in like twelve years. I mean, yeah. some of their worst neighborhoods. I would compare it to the best neighborhoods down here. It's it's I unbelievable. I think
1: you got an excellent point. Except the one where I used to uh, live. You don't want to go there.
9: No. I was down at you know. Seabreeze. Were you? Yep. Look, is, everything looks the there. Is Don and Bob still open
1: with all, with all due respect to my friends at Vic and Herve's, Is Don and Bob still open at Seabreeze?
9: Uh, they have Don's old, old, old Time Hamburgers or something. It's not Don and Bob's. It's called nah. Don's. And there's down. a Bill Graves down there with Abbott's now. They got combined in one of the. Spots.
1: Abbott's Frozen Custard, baby. Yep. Now we're talking. Yep. Okay, pal. All right. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Keith Cobbs Hill. Okay. Yep. See at the Silver Stadium, formerly Red Wing Stadium. See, when Rochesterians get together, we start talking all this crap. It's like talking in code, you know? Yeah. Kind of like when them fags get together. We all like talking oh, I code. Oh, Yeah, let's go. Sports Radio 560.
2: <laughs> QAM. I ain't over here. All
5: right.
8: One foot in the grave They say that I have No chance to be saved can see the light now I'll be checking out Before the night is through The chairman of the board I was imposing Very soon I'll be Decomposing Sammy and Dino Soon I will be with you baby One foot in that grave Someone called Barbara I've got one foot in the grave People are surprised that I am still alive didn't die in 95. I don't think I'll sing today. My life is fading far away. Woo! Made it through the night. This is surprising. Did not think I'd see. That sun arising. Not bad for a guy. Who's one foot in the grave. Cuckoo, cool, baby. Nelson Middle and the Nelson Middle Orchestra. Where is Nelson?
1: Is he dead? Barbara, where's my luggage? i will check it out, baby. 11.46 at 5.60 WKM. Here's a facts that uh, obviously somebody very angry. Dude, how could you leave out George Harrison with a whole bunch of exclamation points? <laughs> Don't look at me. I uh, put him in there. Only Eric hasn't put him on the list yet. Eric will get around to it. He's under a lot of pressure, okay? But, but it's good timing because this uh, just hot off the press. McCartney involved in Scuffle in London. Is he yeah. dead now too? Illusionist David Blaine was not magic for Paul McCartney. The former Beatle was involved in a shoving match when a photographer tried to take his picture near the London site of Blaine's latest stunt. An official said today. The official McCartney spokesman, Jeff Baker, said the former Beatle fired uh, fired him when he learned that Baker had informed the photographer that the pop star would be visiting the site on the River Thames where Blaine is trying to live without food for 44 days while suspended from a crane in a plastic box. And there's actually a photo of David Blaine who's being suspended from a crane in a plastic box. He's a dork. David Blaine? Yeah. Am I supposed to know who that is? Th- this is what he does. What he's doing now, this is what he does. And for yeah. some reason, uh, he's famous. But he's an illusionist, maybe. Oh, uh, yeah. The Baker is later he said he'd been reinstated and described reports of a fracas as exaggerated. A fracas. There's that fracas. London's Metro Police, however, said they were investigating two counter-allegations of common assault Following a dispute near Blaine's site between a photographer and a group of friends at about 1 a.m. London time today, the police didn't name any of those involved in the incident. Baker issued a statement describing how he McCartney and friends of the musician went to see Blaine after the after dining in London uh, central London Soho district on Thursday evening. One of the lads tipped off the press who were watching a man in a sleeping bag in a box that Paul was passing. The statement said Paul then continued to joke by telling his mate, who's his publicist, that he was fired. Paul then got into a car and went to home, reports that this was a fracas or fracas or anything other than a group of friends on a night out are heavily exaggerated, and reports of his death are premature and yada yada. Okay, boring story. Just like Paul McCartney, with all due respect, I mean, when you can get one up by Michael Jackson, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) You can't be too swift. Sonny Bono, somebody says, okay, let me read the complete list as I've got it now. Okay, so for your benefit and Eric's benefit and all the ships at sea, Who is your all-time favorite dead musician? John Lennon, Jim Morrison. That's Jim Morrison. Elvis Presley, Kurt Cobain, Bon Scott, Frank Sinatra, Eddie Cochran, Bob Marley, Jimi Hendrix, Frank Zappa, Freddie Mercury, Keith Moon, Gene Krupa. Gene Krupa was always annoying to me. They used to have him back in the early days of TV. It was something about the way he looked. It was just bizarre. Ronnie Van Zant, George Harrison, Dwayne Allman, Stevie Ray Vaughan, Buddy Holly, Roy Orbison, Jerry Garcia, John Bonham, Glenn Miller, Janice Joplin, Johnny's Cash, Randy Rhodes, not the broadcaster. Don't get all bent out of shape. She's still alive. Marvin Gaye, Celia Cruz, Barry White, Tupac, Jim Croce, and Sonny Bono. What a list, huh? What a magnificent list, and we got a long way to go. Lots more names on this list. 30, man. But so far, John Lennon, he's, like, he's pulled away from the pack. It's like Secretary in the Belmont in 1973. Pulled away from the pack, left him in the lurch. Here's a call from Margate. Hello. Good morning. Yes, sir. Uncle Neil. How you doing?
9: Good, man. Yourself? Okay. Good. How about Warren Zevon for your list? Okay. And uh... just,
1: just recent, too, as a matter of fact. How soon they forget.
9: Yeah, no kidding.
1: Just days ago.
9: Uh, a couple other things. Uh, man, thank God for your bedtime stories on your site. Man, it's like uh, hopefully every day wake up. And Orge does a great job. And that's all i got to say.
1: And, and, thank and hey. have a great weekend. Thanks, man. You too. Bye. And thanks. There you go. Nice guy. got nothing bad to say. Only good things. All of these things. Wow. Won't we'll hear that no more. Yeah, well, once, once every few years we have somebody says... All of these things. Right, are positive. As opposed to the usual sputum that we get, you know? When in doubt, they spewed them out.
6: <laughs> out of what?
1: <laughs> I'm looking for that Janis Joplin thing, and I know it's on one of these discs. They're really not worth it. You know? I oh, mean, I, I love that. Love...
6: It's one of my favorites. You do? That's one of the first ones I heard,
1: and um, it almost killed me. It's on one of the early uh, AC and Gold Library ones here, and I'm poking around with them. But and, I, and I'll and I'll if find you it. hate her like I do, yeah, then it's especially funny. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, See. I guess it would probably be a better idea to do it during a break. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, see, because I have these all in a drawer. I see. See what I'm saying? I, I got the book here. I have the whole ACN library. Yeah. Well, why don't you look in the book, you lazy spick, and uh, tell me which one it is, and then either you can reach right back behind you there and grab it. Since yours are in order, I can, like, fumble around in the drawer here and kill some really good time. Since it's only 9 till noon, and we've got uh, a long way usually to go. I reach
6: behind when I grab it. I see.
1: You got it yet? Well, no, it's under under the uh, categorical thing. They're like under Janice Joplin, under like dead uh, broads who couldn't sing uh, for Schmidt. Here's a lady in Boca. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. How about Patsy Cline? Patsy Cline is magnificent. Good. Thank you very much. And have a great day. Thanks. Bye-bye. Patsy Cline. Every time we do one of these about, uh, although I I don't think we did this exact one, but regardless, Patsy Cline deserves a mention. What's what the hell is the song I'm trying to think of? Crazy. About Patsy Cline. No, not not crazy. Walking After Midnight. Remember that? Sure. Da, 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 da. And even though country music does suck, largely. How about Marty Robbins? A white sport coat and a pink carnation. Well, when I was a kid, it was on Columbia Records. I had that. I love that song. Sure, because it's a pink carnation. Yeah, I like pink. That was the first inkling, <laughs> the first pinkling that I had of being a fag. Uh, I'm putting Marty Robbins on there. I'm, you know, it's my show. I'll put whoever the hell I want. Marty Robbins. He'll get a vote or two. Why the hell not? So, you ready? For Janis Joplin? And
8: now, another edition of What If... Today, What If Janis Joplin Were an Avon Lady... Next time to find out what would happen if Nancy Reagan lost weight. This bulletin just ends. It appears that the first lady has disappeared. When next we ask, what is?
1: Okay, just for my homework and future reference, give me the uh, disc and the number of the uh, cut. Six forty-nine. This six, number four. I never would have found it. Nice work, George. And by the way, uh, we're number one, and we want to pat everybody on the back connected with the show, except for Scott, because he hasn't been there long enough. no we don't want to pat you on the back. You haven't. Don't start taking credit. Although Scott Pharrell, <laughs> the real Scott, he did great. He had about a 8.5, and Mo had a one Is the way we're figuring it out. <laughs> don't you think? What's the point, Mo? Nobody wants your crappy keychain either. It's pretty depressing. Uh, we better get busy on that Scott farrell keychain. Then, then we'll start raising some cash. Well, we talked about that. What do you mean we, we have about, any right? hope of
6: making back the money that we spent making these other ones. We better wait until we sell some of them before we start making new alternative products, if you know what I oh. mean. Yeah. Oh. Yeah.
4: In other words, Besides, uh, well,
6: let's save us something to do next year, huh? Hey?
1: Yeah, but then we're not going to raise any money this year, and there's going to be a bunch of little uh, dogs and putty cats that are going like, to go uh, wa- we'll wanting we'll, dying we'll, and we'll things like 100 that. We'll clear $100,000 by the end of the year. We
6: will? Yeah. Based on what? Based on it's it always happens.
1: This is the slowest, the creepiest, the uh most depressing fundraiser I've ever been involved in, and then they're sending Joe and Mark with their limited audience to begin with, out in the middle of the guy in everglades in some kind of a paddle boat. I mean, what is that? <laughs> Embarrassing. What kind of a freaking fundraiser is that, huh? Here's a call from Memorial Gables. Hello, <laughs> okay.
7: okay. Boy, How about in about a half an hour?
1: Chomping at Give me advance warning. He, yeah, he was on his Wheaties this morning. Here's North Miami. Hello. Good morning, sir. Yes, sir.
5: Mozart. Old fart. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, I think it's time for you to depart. Whew. That was a work of art. 5670560, right. oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. Yeah, let's get the Brahms and Beethoven list. Chopin. Franz Liszt. Eleven fifty six, four minutes. I'm, uh till noon. Let's see if I was real quick. It's all it's almost not worth it. You know what I'm saying? By the time you get through this, I like doing Where's that. the list? It's it's really not worth it. Hey, I'll tell you where uh, Vic and Irv's are. They're in Fort Lauderdale now, and a lot of Rochesterians used to love Viconers. They love and Bob's too, but they're out of business. And uh Vic and was legendary as well because they had great fresh food. They had that delicious uh a special hot sauce, and they had the Rochester White Hots. And Vickenerves and is in South Florida now. They're on Federal Highway, just out of Broad Boulevard and the tunnel on the east side. Vickenerves is like a flashback in time to what really great restaurants used to be before all the fast food crap. Go into Vic and Irv's, enjoy a burger or hot dog, served fresh, hot and fast. Vickenerves was brought to Fort Lauderdale by the same guys who feed you Cheeburger, Cheeburger. They use the same great, fresh, 100% ground chuck meat as Cheeburger, Cheeburger, and offer you an incredible, big, fat one. A quarter-pound hot dog. What makes Vickenhurst different from anybody else in town? I'll tell you right now. Like I said only moments ago, their burgers and dogs are served with Vic's signature meat sauce poured on top, giving you an amazing combination of flavors that do like a little tap dance in your puss. So if you're looking for something else to try, Vickenhurst's has got all kinds of great dishes, including a great breakfast menu: omelets cooked to order, French toast, pancakes. All your favorite side dishes. So stop by Vic and Herbs, even for if you're from like Buffalo. We'll still let you in and see what all the talk is about. Vic and Herbs on Federal Highway, just south of Broward Boulevard and the tunnel on the east side in Fort Lauderdale. And be sure and tell them that Old Rochester Maven, Neil Rogers, sent you by to Vic and Erves. This is
2: Radio 560 QAM. This is Mark Morgan. It's the 12 to 1 hour on QAM.
5: Well, he's an action hero, but he wants to play a brand new role now. Terminating Gray Davis has become his number one goal now. And he's the leading candidate according to the new polls now. Arnold will run. run.
4: Uncle-in-law, he's been accused of
5: being a womanizer. Adultery, adultery now, adultery. But unlike Ted Kennedy, he is an he excellent driver. Just like now, just like it's degree. Arnold a- blue. Blue. run, 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 the voters take great Davis away. Run, run, the voters take great Davis away. run, 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 till the voters
1: take great Davis away. I just took a puke out the window, and uh, the good Arnold news a- is that uh, there are people walking around. It's not even raining right now. It's a little bit of a lull. Yeah. Ain't that exciting? No. I thought it was. Anyway, somebody says, what about Tiny Tim?
5: Whoa, oh, tiptoe, through wearing sexual Cause she'll hang up the phone eh? if you're too risky. So tiptoe, through the sex with me. I haven't had a sex life. Where in summers has been my wife? Ah, oh, tiptoe, very sexual, she she'll hang up the phone. If you are too risky, so tiptoe, very sexual with me. I got you there. Holy, Holy cow. cow.
1: Okay. So let's get Tiny Tim on there, we'll get a vote or two, a little comic of relief. Here's one that says, from Jerry and Bonita Springs, I'd like to suggest Harry Chapin for today's poll. Why not, Jerry? Why not? He only had two hit singles, but his albums were a real piece of work, both musically and lyrically, and I would say he was a piece of work, too. He was one of my favorite singer-songwriters. I waited till your show was over yesterday to vote on the Best That Actors poll. I kept waiting for Burt Lancaster. He was one of the finest actors to work in a film, and we owe an apology to Jerry and Bonita Springs. Nobody ever said Burt Lancaster. Nope. Sorry, Here Bert. To eternity? Right. What else? Bert Man of Alcatraz? Sure. That was a good great. movie. If the show hadn't been shortened for baseball, I'm sure we would have remembered Bert. I voted instead for Steve McQueen, says so Jerry. Your... Well, that's a good vote. I mean, Steve McQueen was no uh, Bert Lancaster. That's for damn sure. Bert Lancaster was like a manly man. He was a... Mm-hmm. A man's huh? man? No, not a man's man. That was more like uh own power. <laughs> Favorite Dead Musicians, Miles Davis and John Coltrane, somebody says. One of these jazzy guys. I guess we'll put them on there. Hate jazz. Can't stand it. Makes me sick. Yeah. I mean, if we're going to put those people on there and call that music, what about Mitch Miller? (laughs) From Rochester, New York, by the way. I bet you he had a white hot or two in his time. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and uh, Verizon warless Line. How about... One and a two, huh? We must have somebody Lawrence. here, uh, huh? Lawrence Welk, what do you say, huh? Well, my mom would want no. him on the list. No. Lawrence Welk is a musician. That's my point. No. Here's the Lemon Sisters. The that great crap is I'm still on here. Of... See, they're they're right there. Is the immediate reason why PBS should be taken off the air and we should stop subsidizing it is the fact that they're still showing old Lawrence Welk shows. If they yeah. can't do better than that with the money that they're always begging for, them putting that crap on here, then they ought to just shut the damn thing down, okay? Yep. Yeah, they also have Frontline. No wonder that. Uh, Frontline is caca, okay? Like maybe once every five years there's something that's really like uh, revolutionary. Uh, they haven't done squat. That thing that was supposed to be the big expose on uh, Iraq and all that, well, it was crap. It was stuff we already knew about. I can see that stuff on the CBC anytime, eh? So guess what I just got? What did you just get? A thousand dollars for a abandoned pet rescue. Well, no. A big tumor on your left arm. No. Thyroid disease. My stub. You got your stub and your bonus is on it. Knew it. See, they're not going to dick around because then it becomes a legal thing. See, so what they'll do is they'll stall I mean the audience. It's never won't stopped believe them this. before. The audience won't believe it, but it's true. What this company is so cheap, the Beasleys, that they'll stall whatever it says in your deal is the latest that they can pay you on something. Then that's when you'll get it. If you're lucky. If you, if, you, if you get it at all. But, I mean, no, you, you get it. Usually. And, and this summer book, believe you me. Now, see, when my bonus comes due, I get it, like, early. Yeah. Because they know better than to dick around with me. Because we just, I just have uh, put my foot down. Don't mess with my money, okay, Clarence? And, by the way, my check was a day late this last time, you jackass. You simpleton. I'm going to tell Scott to, like, uh, shut the business down until you get uh, with it again. When we get to the 25th and make sure that thing shows up on time. Yep, Scott's shutting the orifice down, closed for business. He's putting a hanging a sign right on it. And we'll see next time, not only if I get paid on time, but whether Scott gets paid at all. Now, when are you supposed to start getting paid? March. Of what year? 2005. Here's a call from Boca. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir.
9: Hey, Neil. Say How you, you doing? Guys are, you guys are prancing around them with uh, everybody, uh, Tiny Tim. Uh, what about Liberace?
1: Where is he? Probably okay. in a box.
6: <laughs> a pink hey, one?
9: Hey Neil, just want to say uh thanks for the entertainment over all the years. I came back one time and a friend had put on uh the schnitz show. and just oh. listened to it for a little while and I mean forget right left uh just you know good entertainment versus lame entertainment, man. You and everything your bits compared to him. Couldn't no, no,
1: compare myself. Thanks a lot, Pally. Take care, Neil. And say hi to Lee. Um, we're not putting Liberace on. there. He's just he's just fun on us. <laughs> Cause No, he is. You I know that. Yeah, sure. He's this been guy's cute. like a real guy. He's not some prissy-ass fag. Who is your all-time favorite dead musician? That's our question today. So far, John Lennon is winning a hands down. He's down the road. He's gone. He's gone, man. You won't be catching John Lennon no time soon. You got Elvis Presley with 35, the king. Not doing that great. Jim Morrison, 33, right on a king's ass. Kurt Cobain, 21. Fairly weak. Bob Marley, 19. Jimi Hendrix, 18. Oh well, actually, I say fairly weak. For Kurt Cobain, I'd say it's pretty damn good for the crap that he made. Jimi Hendrix, 18. Frank Sinatra 13. Frank Zappa, 12. Freddie and the Mercury has got 11. He's right on Frank Zappa's ass. He's ready to give him the old zap. Celia Cruz and Stevie Ray Vaughan, 10. Never seen them together. I think we ought to have like a Celia Cruz day on QAM, and just cruise
4: <laughs>
1: through our day.
3: Are you
2: serious? And it's by Peter Wankus, Calgary, Dallas, and New Jersey all have a Joe Neuendijk autograph on the Stanley Cup.
1: Don't we want to hear a little bit of Joe Bone and Leafs uh, crushing the Swedish national team?
2: Marchman, working wide on the left side, dropping it back behind the net. Kondratiev, centering pass.
1: Now we don't have time. Anyway, of course, they scored nine goals. We could play all of them. Where okay. did I leave off on the list? Jerry Garcia's got eight. I'm pretty uh, bummed out about that. <laughs> Barry White, five. Bond Scott's got four. Uh-oh. Keeping off for Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald plays it back. Nice pass, Tommy. Uh, John Bottom, three. Gene Krupa, two. Gene Krupa's got a pair of drumsticks. I'll take the white meat, thank you. Keith Moon 2, Roy Arbison 2, Eddie Cochran 2, Johnny Cash 2, Jim Croce 2, how come Jim Croce's only got two votes? Late edition. They don't know from him. Are you crazy?
6: Operator, oh, yeah, huh? right? Bad, bad Leroy Brown?
1: Right, just bad, bad Leroy Brown is enough to make me want to go change my vote right now. Jim Croce, didn't he die like in a plane crash?
6: Something like that, right. And don't mess around with Jim.
1: Or Randy will get pissed off. Oh, speaking of that, Randy Rhodes won. See that segue? <laughs> wow! I slipped right into it. Now I'm trying to get out. Marvin Gaye's got one, big one. Ronnie Van Zant, Buddy Holly, Glenn Miller, George Harrison, each one. No votes yet for Tupac or Janis Joplin. Even with that Avon Lady thing you played, she still can't uh, get it up. No votes for Sonny Bono. Bono. How come he was Sonny Bono and Bono was Bono? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. See that story we had about Bono's pissed off at GW about the AIDS funding? We had that on yesterday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dwayne Allman, none, and Pasty, uh, Patsy Klein has got no votes out of 309. Come on, that lady who voted for Patsy Klein, Get on there, sweetheart. Log on. Hop on it. Because Patsy ain't got squat. See, Buddy Holly, I must be honest with you. I was about to say, and yes, this is subjective. Who is your all-time favorite dead musician? Not the top five, not your 30-most favorite, but uh, the one. But Buddy Holly, I mean, he was, uh, you know... What? He was one of the early uh, rock and roll type uh, stars and all of that crap. But uh, his music really wasn't all that good. You
6: know? No, I agree with you. I just liked a couple of songs
1: as well. That'll be... I mean, Peggy Sue was like spastic when you come right down to it. Well, look at that. The goddamn Swedes just scored.
5: On a centering
1: and he beats the glove hand of Ed Belkford to tie the game at one. It didn't last long. Anyway, uh Buddy Holly, I hate to say that because it's like a slap in the face for anybody who liked him, but uh, he wasn't that good. Peggy Sue, <coughs> yeah, ooh ooh ooh, Peggy Sue, you know, and that'll be the day, a a a. You know, he just he wasn't very good, Buddy Holly. I just wanted to say that over and over again because you don't know, want to know why. Why? Because I don't think he was very good. Oh. A married gay couple say they refused entry into the U.S. because an American customs officer wouldn't accept their clearance forms as a family. Kevin huh? Barassa, I wonder if he's kin to Luke Barassa, the guy who drives at uh, Windsor Harness Raceway. Kevin Barassa and Joe Varnell said they ended their trip to Georgia because the customs officials at Toronto's Pearson Airport insisted they fill out separate forms as single people. ho <laughs> Varasa said he complained to a customs supervisor and was told the couple wouldn't be allowed to enter the U.S. as a family because this country doesn't recognize same-sex marriages. This country meaning the U.S.A. Varasa, who works as an advocate for same-sex marriage, said the couple made the decision not to fill out separate forms because they felt it was an insult to their dignity. Varasa and Vornell were heading to Braselton, Georgia, to speak at a human rights conference. Oh, I know. If I was going to go out there and campaign for understanding and humanity, I'd be going to Braselton, Georgia, wouldn't you? Sure. <laughs> the couple were married in 2001 before last June's Ontario court decision to recognize the rights of gays to marry. Their marriage was recognized as a legal union in light of the Ontario Court of Appeal decision. The couple's attorney, Doug Elliott, said he's spoken to Ottawa on the issue and is investigating whether legal action can be taken against the governments of Canada and the U.S. Sue their ass, baby. Sue their ass, sweetheart. Yeah. Because probably ass is your middle name. We got the Mad Dog at 2. We got the Humper at 4, including the prestigious Dave that show at 5. Dave Wanstead, that. that's another guy. He's, I put him in the same category with Buddy Holly. Highly overrated. 7 o'clock, Marlins on deck, 7.35. The game of the season, the Marlins clinging to a half-game lead on the Phillies for the Wild Card. But you do understand the good part of that deal is, don't you, Scott? Is the what? half game? It's in the loss column. Phillies have lost one more game.
0: Yeah, the uh, Marlins have one extra game. So right,
1: that's right. Phillies have one fewer game, and the game that they uh, have played, they lost it. So they have the game in hand. So if they were like to win out, which is unlikely, but if they were to win their last nine or whatever they got left, then they are in.
0: They pretty much had their uh, playoff destiny in their hands before they started with the Phillies. But they
1: got the... the whole thing in their hands. What about Little Laurie London? You think he's dead? Probably. Yeah. Remember that he's got the whole world in his hands. Yeah. Uh-huh. You do you? Sure. Boy, you need some it's help. Hornball, they play it all How over, you over the place. i trying to forget that real fast. And then you got Eddie Camp to the baseball game, the SPN radio overnight. Joe and Mark, by the way, are going to be suspended for a couple of weeks because of their crappy appearance yesterday. Live,
2: live and local. We are Sports Radio 560,
1: QM, QAM. Hey, you bastard.
2: New this fall on NBC. From the
3: makers of the summer's runaway hit,
0: Queer Eye for the Straight Guy,
3: comes a brand new program. It's Straight Eye for the Queer Guy.
5: Hi, guys. I'm Trevor.
3: Oh, what is that stink up in here? What is that? It smells like flowers or something. That's my potpourri. Potpourri. Let me help that smell out. <laughs> ah, yeah, go. Oh, that's
2: disgusting.
3: Oh, that's yeah. better than Charlie. Yeah,
2: thank you very much, Freddie. Oh, look at the clothes he's got over here. What kind of underpants is this? What do you mean
3: they're Calvin Klein? Ah, where's the bacon strips? Bacon strips. You know, the skin marks. This is too clean. You can't have this kind of under what kind of pants are you wearing anyway? They're gaucho pants. Groucho pants.
8: <laughs> hey, guess the magic way with a hundred dollars, huh? Oh, you look like a fruit loop. Sorry, no offense there. I know you are one, <laughs>
3: Hey,
2: Charlie, look at these CDs here. Look at this. Yeah. West Side Story. Sound the music. Nice. Oklahoma. Judy well, Garland, bro. I- Barry Manilow? Barbara Streisand,
3: Liza Minnelli, where is your Rush? Where's your Zeppelin? Where's your Metallica? Where's your ACDC? I don't know what you're talking about. Man, you got to get some real pooms up in here. Let's check out the refrigerator, see what kind of food you... Oh! Whoa! What is this Perrier? No, no, it's Perrier. Perrier water. What the hell is that? It's sparkling water. It's delicious. Where's your Budweiser and your one onion? Look under the sofa cushions. What
0: is that? There's nothing there.
3: Exactly! Where's your cheese noodle? Where's your Fritos? Where's your various chains? I told you, I don't eat that kind of stuff. I try to
0: keep very healthy.
3: And you know what? Where's your bong? Where do you keep it? My what? Your bong for your weed. No, I don't have that, but I have one of these. Oh! Geez. <laughs> all right, that's where I just want to line it. Oh, don't bring that thing near me. Let's check out the bathroom here real quick. Holy Moses, what is all this shampoo, conditioner, cream rinse? What is this? I feel my hair. It makes ah, it look good. i feeling your hair. Look, all you need is a bar of lava. That's right. Get it in your hands. Work it through your head. You're all done. It washes everything. You get your pits. You get your undercarriage. Come you on. get your hair. Everything. All right. So I should just... do those... your face. Oh, no. How am I so smooth? Very soft, isn't it? How many times a day do you shave? Three. Oh! Once a week, tops. Unless you got a funeral or something. Once a week, that's it. You're going to ruin your skin. Okay. It's straight eye for the queer guy. This fall on NBC. Let me show you guys the bedroom. Oh, jeez, I'm a little nervous
1: going in here. Oh, you know here I mean? we go.
3: Charlie, look at his bed. It's
1: made.
2: Oh!
1: I'm kind of thinking that, like, maybe I have the queer eye for the straight guy. I could be wrong, but I think that could be right. Uh, Sid Vicious, somebody says, for our list. I. Eat. What's wrong with that? Nothing. Get Sid Vicious on there right away. And somebody says, but he's already on there, who is this from? This is from Jake. Uh, better late than ever, Jake. Dum,
4: dum, dum, dum,
1: dum, he's already on there. He's only got two votes. Had yeah, 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 to crap his ass. Back in the box, Roy. Roy Orbis he's still dead. He was great. Yeah, he was. I wish till I had that, um, what the hell's that one? The one that we were playing on, uh, IOD and then the Mike Disney played it on, um, on the coast? Yeah, Ancient
6: Willberries is the name of it. It's on one of the best ofs. I think Eric called and told us which one it was and I forgot.
1: Oh, it's the name of that bit? Yes. Huh. What the hell's that got to do with what I just got through saying? Oh, I what thought was that was what you were going to say. What was that Roy Orbison song that we were playing that uh, Disney became so enchanted with and they started playing it on or whatever? Was it
6: Roy Orbison or was it a uh, Willberries?
1: It was uh, Roy Orbison. Trust me when I said you. it wasn't this. Was it crying? Was it crying? No. No, it was, uh, it's not going to be on. It's one of his later uh, toward the end. They his coffee, you got it, asked in the box. That's it. Radio- down the...
6: Why, do we have that? No, I wish. I like that oh, song.
1: Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, you must be reading off the Internet.
6: No. Then how the hell you know Roy that? I'm a big Roy Orbison fan. When did, how come you don't know that? Till this moment, I never knew. Till I love right Roy. Now. And his glasses and his haircut. Voice like butter. Yeah. I know all the words to this song. And those thick, dark
1: glasses. Right. I know all the words to In dreams, too. I'll say one thing. He was certainly one of the, uh, I mean, he one of my favorites, but also one of the ugliest singers ever. I mean, there are a lot of them, but he was right in there. I'll tell you who else was one of the really ugliest guys. That was David Gates. I don't think I ever saw David Gates. Oh, my goodness. For a guy with such a great voice. Yes, indeed. I mean, even the most macho guys would admit that David Gates has a Beautiful voice. You don't want to talk about guys with a beautiful voice, unless maybe referring to the African queen, Johnny Mattress. He was ugly, but, but he made a lot of bread. 86 votes for John Lennon, your all-time favorite dead, dead, dead musician. Elvis Presley, 38, although some believe he's still alive. Jim Morrison, 36, some still believe he's still alive. Right. Kurt Cobain, 21. Well, guess what? He's dead. 21. Bob Marley, 21. What did he die from? I don't know. Bad weed? No, seriously. Do we know what Bob Marley died from, Scott? I'm sorry, what? Jimi Hendrix, 18. Frank Sinatra, 17. Celia Cruz, 13. Freddie and Mercury and Frank Zappa each had a dozen. Stevie Ray Vaughan, 11. Uh, What the hell just happened to me? Oh, it just changed. Stevie Ray Vaughan's also got 12. Jerry Garcia, 9, Barry White, 6, Jim Croce, and uh, Bon Scott and John Bonham have 5 apiece. Marvin's gay got 4. Gene Krupa, Johnny Cash, Roy Deboy, and Tupac Shakur each have 3. Roy's only got 3 votes. but that just frosts my ass. Good thing he's not around to hear that. You know? Yes. Bob Marley died of cancer. He died of cancer. Oh. Buddy Holly, 2, Eddie Cochran, 2, Randy Rhodes, 2, George Harrison, a pair, Keith Moon, 2, And only one vote for poor old Patsy Cline, Glenn Miller, and Ronnie Van Zandt. No votes, none. Zero. For Janis Joplin, Sonny Bono, Dwayne Allman, Warren Zevon, Tiny Tim, Harry Chapin, or Sid Vicious, who just went on with 348 votes. No votes for the last several there. Isn't that amazing? No. No, I think it's scandalous if you ask me. Look what I found. What's that?
5: A candy-colored clown they call the sandman. That's
6: one of my favorites. I wrote. Yeah. Tips oh,
1: that's all we're gonna hear.
4: Every night,
6: oh, I play the whole thing. Just to
4: and to what is this
6: in dreams? Mm-hmm. From Blue Velvet. Everything oh.
4: is all Did you ever alright. see Blue Velvet?
6: You'd like it. I I Bizarre my and good.
1: to my room every night (laughs) 5670560. What are we playing Roy Orbison? Nobody in this audience even knows who the hell that is. They don't like him. They don't like him. Shame on you. Next thing you know, they'll be knocking poor buddy Holly (gasps) while he's down. Uh, He really wasn't very good. I'm sorry. Peggy Sue. Who? ooh, ooh. Peggy Sue. He was was (laughs) terrible. Yeah. He was a Neanderthal. Plus, talk about ugly! My God, man! Oh man, Buddy Holly. I think that's a that's a good pull to take one day. The ugliest musician. The ugliest uh, popular musician. The ugliest music uh, Janice hit, hit musician. Huh? Janis Joplin. Ever see her together with Buddy Holly? Oh, she's got him beat. Same guy. Five six seven zero five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Here's Kendall. Hello. Hi Neil. Yes sir.
9: Hi, uh, it's one for your poll. Uh, an important voice of the left. He never took any crap. He never sold out. It's Joe Strummer of the Clash.
1: Joe Strummer of the Clash.
9: So soon people forget. It's only what December last
1: year. Yeah. How soon we forget? Okay. Thanks a lot, Pally. Okay. Thank you. And have a great day. Did we forget? Is that it? I forgot. Damn it. Twenty six past noon at five sixty Q A M. My and local. This is
2: Sports Radio five sixty Q A Q A M.
3: All right, let's play. Who wants to be a millionaire? Puff Daddy, sitting in the chair. I'll call you Puffy. Yo yo man, yo yo. Are you ready? Yeah. Here's your $100 question. Finish this nursery ride. All right. Hickory dickory blank. Is it A, dock, B, pier, C, marina, or D, inlet? Whoa, man. This is a $100 question right here? You're kidding me, right? This is $100. For $100. This ain't the million-dollar question? Well, this is the first one. Hey. Oh, it's only for $100. Is this a black thing? Would you like to use a lifeline? Yeah, all
0: right. What do I got? What do I got?
3: Well, we have the Ask the Audience, the 50-50, and the Phone a Friend.
0: Ask the Audience. Nah, too many white people in here. Yeah, uh, 50-50 ain't gonna help me. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna Phone a Friend.
3: Gonna Phone a Friend on the $100 question finishing the nursery run.
2: Yeah. All
3: right, who are we gonna call, Puffy? Oh, my boy, Old Dirty Bastard. Old Dirty Bastard? Yeah, Dirty, we call him. Our friends from AT and T will get old dirty on the line, and hopefully he can help you. Yo, old dirty. Yeah, man. Regis Philbin from Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. How are you? I got your friend here, Puff Daddy. Yo, dirty, what's up? What's up? What's up?
2: What's up? What's up? What's up?
3: All right, all right. Uh, old. What's up, me? Old dirty. Uh. Puff Daddy's in a little bit of trouble here on the $100 question. <laughs> hey, the first time, man. First question, and uh, the next voice you hear will be his. He'll come on the line. He'll ask you the question. He'll give you four possible choices. Are you set? Aye, hey, man. Next voice you hear will be his, and 30 seconds begins now. What's up? What's <laughs> up? Yo, dirty, finish this off for me, all right? Aye, hey, man. Hickory dickory blank is it. A. Doc. B. Pia. C. Marino. Or D.
2: Italy. Oh, oh.
3: Come on, man. I don't got much time. Man, I know this, man. I know it. I think it's Pia. Pia, you sure? About, about 30, man. It's a lot of money, man. 30, about 30. All right, man. Thank you very much. All right, man. Time's up. Uh, old Dirty said Pia. You still have two lifelines left. We are on the $100 question. You know what, Regis? Want to poll the audience? No, I'd like to add a lifeline. Actually, no, there's only uh, three lifelines. You've used one. You have two left. No, no, no. I get another lifeline. It's a brand new one to the game. And uh, what is that, Puffy? It's called shoot the host. Puffy, you can ask the audience. I call it shoot the host. Puffy, use the 50-50. What's the answer? Puffy, it's Doc. It's a A. It's Doc! My final answer is Doc! It's Doc! And it's a good one! You got $100! Run, you! Run, you! Run, you! Run, Show Show
1: Here's a fact from James who says I work in Indian Trail, North Carolina with this crazy bastard. Or is that old dirty bastard? About dirty, man. Who just moved here from Boca. He's got me listening to you on the Internet. Also keeps telling me about this video you had with Puff Daddy on a Millionaire Show, but I've yet to hear it and can't find it on Neil's Noises. Can you play it or tell me what CD it's on? There you go, James. If the majority of your listeners are as crazy as this asshole, you must be in hell. You're awesome and keep up the Schmidt. Thanks a lot, James, and there you go. The price is right. I'm sure glad you played that for him. Yeah. Rick Nelson, somebody says. How can we forget Ricky Nelson, huh? I bet you have that uh, one of those CDs here somewhere, Rick Nelson C D, you think? I know you got him there. Uh no, I know we don't want you to play it. Yasha Heifetz, the greatest violinist of all time. <laughs> right. Yasha Heifetz. I don't think we're putting Yasha on there, but Rick Nelson definitely. Uh, John Lennon, it's a one-pony race. He's got 90. Your all-time favorite dead musician. But then it's pretty interesting. Elvis Presley, 40. Jim Morrison, 39. As Jim Morrison continues right on the king's ass. Bob Marley, 23. Jimi Hendrix, 22. Kind of hard to separate those two. Mm. Maybe by a hair. Kurt Cobain, 22. He's tied with Jimi Hendrix. They're in a dead, flat-footed tie. Frank Sinatra, 18. Freddie Mercury, 15. Stevie Ray Vaughan, 15. Celia Cruz, 13. Coochie Coochie. Yeah. Look at that coochie. Uh, Frank Zappa, uh, you do it. Frank of Zappa, 12. Jerry Garcia, <laughs> I'll be right 10. right back. Roy Orbison, 7. He's starting to move up a little bit after we after we played that crap. I wish to tell we had that uh, other one. What what was it called? You got it. You got it? No. Barry White six, uh, Ben, Bond Scott five, John Bonham five, Jim Crochet five, Marvin Gaye and Patsy Klein are tied with foe. Keith Moon and Gene Krupa and Tupac and uh, Johnny Cash have three, and after that it's really teeny tiny taters, including Tiny Tim has only got one. Now let's see, is there anybody with no votes? Oh yeah. Janice Joplin still, even after you played that bit In fact, that probably cinched it.
6: She ain't got squat. She belongs on that other poll we're gonna do. Which musician are you glad is dead?
1: Oh, Dwayne (laughs) Allman, I like that. Dwayne Allman don't have none. Sonny Bono, Warren Zevon, Harry Chapin, and Sid Vicious. Out of 379 votes, they all got the big zero. Now, speaking of a big zero, Barry Jackass, in the Herald this morning, in his column called, In My Opinion, Mets Show Interest in Shambi for Radio. Makes me want to play that. anyway Miami radio announcer Boog Shambi who's developed into a top talent has emerged as a strong candidate for radio job at the New York Mets and the Marlins should try to keep him by offering him more than the three innings per game he does now because of the lure of broadcasting in his hometown of New York only an offer to the Marlin's lead radio announcer would probably make Shambi think twice about accepting an offer from the Mets should one be extended, and even that might not be enough. Shambi isn't commenting on the issue, but he's a known commodity among the decision-makers at New York's uh, FAN, WFAN, which is seeking a replacement for retiring legend Bob Murphy. It's a lion drive. Bob Murphy, you know a lion drive? No, awful, just terrible. Gary Cohn, Murphy's current partner, likely would assume the lead role on the broadcast. Although Dave Van Horn has had a distinguished career and has a classic baseball voice, he makes more mistakes than Shambi. Among other things, Van Horn this season has identified a ground ball as a pop-up and a ground rule double as a homer, although he was quick to correct himself. Van Horn is still functional, but the Shabby Van Horn that's like somebody who's hooked up to like a life support. They're still functional. Yeah, like Mo. But the Shabby Van Horn team hasn't achieved the comedic chemistry anywhere near the level of the Joe Angel David O'Brien tandem in the Marlins' infancy. The reason isn't surprising. Van Horn's style is old school, and Shambi comes from the new generation baseball announcers. Shambi isn't going to make a pop culture reference that might fly over Van Horn's head. Or oh, is he talking about that bad piece? Oh, that's a shot. Because the rumor I'm hearing, I haven't met Dave Van Horn, but he's got a worse hairpiece than Moe. How could that be? Now, wait till you hear this. I'm Barry a... Jack has taken a really good dig. Nice gone, Barry, you little pansy. With two years left on his contract, Van Horn figures to return, even though... His vanilla delivery and over-reliance on statistics hasn't exactly energized the audience. Oh, what a line. How? Even though it's coming from the barely uh, functional Barry Jackass. With two years left on his contract, Van Horn figures to return, even though his vanilla delivery, it's up, up, and away, and over-reliance on statistics hasn't exactly energized the audience. Understatement of the century. About time somebody wrote ripping at the Dave Van Boren and asked, he is terminal, man. The exciting year the Marlins have had, he's about as exciting as a frog's fart. Nothing. Zero. He's the kind of guy that when he has an orgasm, it's kind of like like that. That's it. It's more like that. Here's Miami Beach. Hello.
10: Maurice Gibb.
1: Morris Gibb. Excellent. Thank you, sir. How could we forget? Uh Although I understand he's got a very hot wife. Not Morris Gibb, but... Uh, Dave Van Boring. That's all that anybody talks about when you mention his name. Oh, he's got a hot wife and a bad hairpiece worse than Mo. And he's got a vanilla delivering, and he ought to go up, up, and away. And my and local. This is Sports Radio 560.
5: Without turning us down It's so hard to keep a hip sound Get me my wheelchair Wish my face was rearrangeable It's kinda wrinkly and unstraightenable. Father time's so deplorable Get me my wheelchair I'm so old and I look in
2: I think I might need a cane to lean on. Oh! Grab my
5: denture and then pull some denture cream. Oh! Oi! Used to look sharp when we were lads, But if you think that we look really bad, check Keith Richards out, that's truly sad. Get me my wheelchair. Voice is shot, but I'll still sell a million. Cause it sounds good next to Bob Dylan. Now that we've made a killing, get me my wheelchair. Oh! Get me my gear down. Where's my scale vector? I keep building the legs again. Where's my glasses? 12.46,
1: 12.46, I bet you can't believe I found that, can you? I believe it. I found it. Best of 92. A lot of good stuff on there, as a matter mm-hmm. of fact. For, for example, oh, I think I probably already have stuck this in there. For example.
4: If you
1: and stuff like that. Here's uh, West West Palm Beach. Hello.
9: Hey, Neil. I love you, ma'am. Yes, sir. Just uh, reading the Times Union and having a Jenny and a White out here, and I heard on Sky News right. that the uh, Dixie Chicks plane went down in Glasgow, Scotland. Has George seen that on the Internet yet or what? I
6: ain't going to be looking on the Internet for it. I'm looking on CNN, nothing
1: yet.
9: Sky Sky News, they were saying that was a European version of, like, Fox or something. Is that right or wrong? Yeah. Do they have a website? Sure they do. Well, George, tell
1: George to get busy. Get on, get on. Well, what George doesn't have to do, I can do it right now. I got my computers uh, closer than his is. Right, cool,
9: because when I want news, I turn to
1: the Neil Rogers show. There you go. Okay, Pelly. Thanks. Do you believe that? Maybe that was mm. wishful thinking. Mm. Sky News, top pick. Here it is. It's not coming up too quick, but here it is. Sky News, let's go. Liberal Democrats take Brent Eastseat. Uh, rape counselor attacked women. You got it? There's nothing here about the Dixie chicks. That was just, uh, just a, uh, a hoax. Huh? A hoax? It was a hoax. But at any rate, there's Sky News. Mm-hmm. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless Line. Speaking of news, White House tightlipped over Kennedy book flap. Maybe Catherine Harris was on that plane. What do you think? <laughs> the White House is keeping at arm's length a controversial new book alleging that former President Lyndon Johnson had a hand in the 1963 slang of his predecessor, John F. Kennedy. Oh my God. Remember I talked about this book? Yes, you did. The twist, blood, money, and power, how LBJ killed JFK is by Barr McClellan, White House spokesman Scott McClellan's father. You ready for that? <laughs> <laughs> The younger McClellan recently brushed aside efforts to get him to comment on the text, dryly telling a reporter, thank you for the opportunity, but I'm not going to have any comment on it. Scott McClellan, 35, is not the only big player in U.S. politics. His brother, Mark, 40, heads the FDA. Are you ready for this? His brother, Mark, heads the FDA. His mother, Carol Keaton-Strayhorn, 63, is controller in Texas, President Bush's home state. Barr McClellan, divorced from a stray horn years ago, appears set to make a splash when his book hits stores on September 30th. In it, he allegedly reports that, um, he reportedly alleges that Johnson's personal lawyer organized Kennedy's killing in Dallas after the young president planned to pick a different running mate in the 64 elections. How do you like that? Wow. So I'm putting that over in my pile of things too. I haven't even bought the, uh, what you call it book yet? Al Franken. The Elsa Franken book. So many books to buy in so little time. And, of course, so many trips to the deli den and so many candidates. You know? I know if I were going to run for president for the highest office in the world, actually, I'd probably head for the deli den, have me a good plate of kishki with some nice gravy on it. Then I'd well, get over to Victor for a couple of Rochester White Hots. About a pound and a half of that hot sauce on it, get my kishkis really churning real good. Wesley Clark, let me say it again. Compares himself to Jew Lieberman of Connecticut in regard to his view on the war, the Iraq attack. Not too uh, enthusiastic about this whole Wesley Clark thing. I like a lot of you bandwagon jumpers out there. See, a lot of people are saying, oh, well, he's the one that can win. Well, how the hell do you know that? Hype. Based on what? Hype. Hype and a war hero and all of that? Mm-hmm. Plus, he's got the Little Rock Arkansas Mafia behind him? That's it. I like Howard Dean myself, okay? I'm a big fan of the Dean. That's this Here's sir. Plantation. Hello. Yes, sir.
9: Hey, what's up, buddy? How you doing? They just uh, flashed a thing. The Dixie Chicks just flashed on MSNBC. Did it really? Yeah, and uh, it said a plane, the, the plane they were carrying, they were in, hit a building while taxiing. So they probably clipped a thing or a stairway or something. The plane didn't go down.
1: Stairway to heaven.
9: Yeah, that idiot said the plane went down in Scotland. Yeah. People don't know how to read. Well,
1: that, they get, you know, one or two words, you know, and all of a sudden, bada-beep, bada-boop, and all of a sudden, before you know it, the sky is falling.
2: Unbelievable. All just like, had to this, do is just like
1: this the Hurricane whole... Isabel that's is supposed to be tearing Toronto apart, it's just not even raining right now.
9: All we had to do was read the whole goddamn sentence. Right. All right, George is a miserable asshole. Okay. Yeah.
1: Thanks. Thanks, Mom. Uh, let's see. Passenger in custody after rushing cockpit door. There's not a word about the Dixie Chicks on the CNN website. And I'm going to MSNBC right now. Here's a guy wiping his ass on some spot. Oh, God. Uh, a man is in federal custody. Uh, oh, this is yesterday. A man was in federal custody yesterday after he tried to break into an airplane cockpit during a flight from South Africa to Atlanta, the FBI said. How do you like that? How come this happened yesterday and now we're just, it's just making the uh, rounds? Mm. Have you heard about this? Nope uh-uh. Just popped up on CNN. Federal agents took James Drake, 53 into custody yesterday morning. After South African Airlines flight, 7799 landed at Atlanta's Hartsfield International Airport. The plane's crew told authorities Drake tried to rush the cockpit door at about 6 a.m, some two and a half hours before the plane was scheduled to land in Atlanta. He was scheduled by passengers at Epige. Uh, He was subdued by two passengers a deputy sheriff and a psychiatrist, the FBI said. Always good to have a shrink on board. The FBI said the incident was not an attempted terrorist act. Drake is a U.S. citizen, but his hometown was not immediately known. Immediately known, this is yesterday morning. Drake faces federal charges that include interference with a flight crew member. He was arrested in 1987 after a similar incident on a domestic airline flight. He didn't stand trial in that case. So that was probably a good idea for not to stand trial so we could do it again. You know what it sounds like to me? He, maybe he's kind of that guy that calls us. I'm
6: crazy.
1: That guy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Must have a big family. No doubt. Oh, no doubt was on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Coral Springs. Hello.
9: Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, speaking of uh, Led Zeppelin, uh, "Stay with to Heaven." I'd like to nominate. Uh... John Bonham. I don't know if he's been on it or not yet. I he's already
1: on it. He's not doing too great, but you know, he's, a, he's a on there.
9: Very documented thing that he played a lot better when after he died than when he was alive.
1: I, I believe that.
9: Yes, that's very documented. that He was a lot better drummer. Oh, when he, he he was he's dead. doing
1: okay. He's got five votes. He's, he's tied with he Marvin Gaye, so we can't be after that.
9: he was dead than alive.
1: Right. Say it one more time. Say it again. I said he played. Okay. <laughs> five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty. oh five sixty, five, sixty. On the. He's still saying it. Here's a call from Coral Springs. Hello. Hi, Neil. How are you today? Pretty damn good. How are you?
9: Good. I think I have a good one that um, a dead artist that might climb right up your pole. I think he was.
1: climb up my pole, huh?
9: Well, you know, on the on the boat. I'll do a little rendition for you.
1: Okay.
10: Everybody loves somebody sometimes.
1: Martin. Everybody loves somebody have a great weekend, Neil. Okay, thank you. You too, Dean Martin. What do you say? Well, he likes sure, him. Why well, I put him on? He couldn't sing for a Schmidt man. Yeah, but he was a, a great. great actor. That's what he had in common with his good lifelong buddy after They couldn't sing for a Schmidt. Although Dean had a better contract. Five six seven zero five sixty. I mean, uh, uh, Frank did had a better contract. Right. Well, look at this. We may find out about the recall today. The
7: voting system is predicting that the punch card is going to make a comeback. Eighty-five-year-old Bill Ruverall designed the original system way back in the 60s. He remains its biggest fan. Ruverall says he never dreamt that his creation could cause so much controversy.
1: Oh, yeah, let's get that butterfly ballot again. Come on, Teresa. Oh. Lapour, you bitch, you slut, you idiot. Boy, how the hell can she still have her job? You know what? Then again, and, and plus she's white, you know. Oh. Because she's a plant. I mean, we know why uh, Miriam Elephant still got her job in Broward. And we know it has nothing to do with the color of her skin. <laughs> That's her Here's cool thing. a call from a, a lady in Tamarack. Hello. Hello. Hi, Yes, Neil. how you doing?
4: Okay. I have somebody who's both uh, dead and ugly. Okay. <laughs> what a combination. Ramone. Who is it? Joey Ramone.
1: Joey Ramone. You're oh, yeah. Dead and very ugly.
4: <laughs> and you can also put Didi Dee, Dee Ramone on there.
1: Well, we'll stick with Joey. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. Joey Ramone, he uh, can be uns- he uh, like a right. crossover deal, you know?
6: Can't get much better or uglier.
1: Right. Now, there's a few. I think Roy Orbison's hard to beat on the ugly side. Boy, he Not was, really. If you ever actually looked under Joey's hair, you would have been scared. Is that like looking under Moe's hair? Absolutely. Wow. And see that, all those herpetic lesions on <laughs> there? <laughs> no, seriously. They said He said that the Arbitron misses his audience. He's got lesions of fans. Five
2: local. This <laughs> is 560. The radio's all yours now.
8: <laughs> QA. The one to two hour! Oh, we're fine.
5: I was standing there one day, not thinking I would die From being able to make doo 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 I should never eat McDonald's A Big Mac must be trapped inside my bowels From infected parts who oh, let these butcher doctors in Now my heart stops You schmutz at Sinai Tore my intestines out I guess I should have known what to expect Living in Miami With the kind of service you get in this town I would act and lead tomorrow If I didn't keep that breath I swallowed <laughs> Why can't you lend me some token laugh? Why can't you losers get it right? My bowels were blocked Inside my high
7: Can't make my turds
5: go out
7: Explosion
1: in Baghdad heard near the Palestine Hotel. Oy. So says MSNBC. What about the Dixie Chicks? NBC and MSNBC's workspace is, and we have producer and our correspondent Jim Avila on the way over there, and we'll get information as soon as he gets there. Just some sort of explosion in Baghdad. Some sort of explosion in Baghdad. K Novell, huh? Yeah. How unusual. We want to hear about the Dixie Chicks.
7: Without problems, suffering some losses, dozens of men suspected of ambushing U.S. soldiers. That's, story. Okay, that's another horrendous
1: story of the ongoing <laughs> and nightmare. Are, uh, uh, after Isabel on CNN, so evidently the Dixie Chicks are still alive, okay? Okay. Evidently. Much to the chagrin of some right-wing assholes, five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT&T. You know something, the Dixie Chicks and Michael Moore and a lot of other people who were taking some real crap uh, just a few months ago. Now they're starting to look real, real good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because yeah. come to find out that they knew what the hell they were talking about. Well, uh, we never said that he uh, was, uh, you know, involved with nine eleven or no that worry, he you got weapons that idea. of mass destruction, or that he was connected with Al Qaeda or Osama Yamama or, or any of those things. We just thought it might be a good time to go in there and uh, create a real mess, an expensive one. Oh, a real expensive mess, right? And uh, get some cheap gas. <laughs> well, that didn't work out too <laughs> yeah, good. Just remember, though. Now, that. now the fact is, we're having to supply gas for them. I, I saw that the other day. Yeah, last night we want to congratulate Dan Rather and John Roberts and the people at CBS News who did a fantastic at about 6.45 last night, Eastern Time. Nice job, boys. Fantastic job on who's uh, who's telling the truth and who's uh, what's this all about. And are they doing like a bait and swish on us here? In other words, yeah, who the hell are you guys kidding with all your bullcrap lies on? When does the impeachment start? I mean, stop and think about it. Here we got all these lives being lost every day, billions and billions and billions of tax dollars being spent that could be spent to provide people with health care, people with an education that could be used for real homeland security so we didn't have to be crapping our pants 24 hours a day. But no. A couple of blowjobs. Then we got an impeachment, thanks to Kenny Starr and a bunch of rabid right-wing lunatics. Something really stinks in America. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> and it's drifting. I think uh, Isabel brought it up here with, with uh, her. Oh, yeah. Either that or Josh Friedman's back in there. Here's Pompano. Hello.
9: You couldn't be more right, sir, on everything you just said, especially about Dan Rather in the CBS Evening News. Yeah, you I saw
1: think. that. It was fantastic.
9: I have one for your poll that died in uh, December 6, 1976, when after he opened up for uh, Jeff Beck down at the Miami Highlight fronton, Tommy Bolin. Who? Tommy, Tommy Bolin. Bolin? Used to be, he replaced Richie Blackmore in Deep Purple, and he replaced uh, Joe Wallace in James Gang.
1: Bolin, B-O-L-O-N? B-O-L-I-N,
9: yes. Tommy Bolin. Okay. And uh, thank you very much, Mr.
1: Rogers. And, and great weekend. Perfect. Thanks. Tommy Bolin, there's somebody we never heard of, but yeah, that guy I I knows. Not know my birthday, I never a heard A uh, sharp guy. Sounds pretty sharp to me. He knows what uh, side is up and which side is down.
0: Now he replaces dirt in the ground.
1: <laughs> you know, Clarence, you might want to uh, reconsider your decision, okay, about this Scott character that we found under a dumpster. Oh, anyway, but what did he just say before that that was so damn important? Yeah, you're absolutely correct, sir. The American, finally, the media are starting to, like, open up the closet door a little bit, and they're not licky-licky quite so much as they were before. It's becoming politically fashionable now to tell the public the truth, which I realize is very revolutionary in America. But, slowly but surely, and that's why you see those poll numbers dropping like a rock, dropping rapidly, now, let's see. Oh, the market's down a little bit today. They're unable to continue with this uh, very bizarre, you know, this, this sudden surge we've seen on the down the NASDAQ. They were celebrating because they got rid of that chairman. Oh, uh, Dick uh, Grasso. Yeah, with nice nice uh, haircut, Oh, Dick. like I said yesterday, boy, the day before Wednesday, the people on CNN, Maria Bartiromo and all his good buddies, mm-hmm. said, well, gee, uh, but did he really do anything wrong? And did they agree to give him that money? And is that a, uh, you know... You know, they he looked like crapping ones. all over because he's Buddy Buddy. He's one of their asshole buddies yeah. there on the Gambling Channel. All these $140 million for a bald-headed geek like him. His biggest, uh, The biggest thing he had to do every day was to ring that damn bell. Right. If I had a hammer, smack him right on the head with a piece of crap. Dick Grasso. What a dick. Here's a call from Beautiful Stewart. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir.
10: How about The Temptations? They're all dead, except for one. His career's dead, too.
1: Well, let's see. Now, what about, uh, is it Jimmy Ruffin?
10: Uh, David Ruffin.
1: No, David uh, Ruffin was not. He was, was
10: dumped not... off on a base bench.
1: Is David Ruffin dead, too?
10: Yeah, he was dumped off in of Philly a few years ago. Uh, he was on a free base bench, so he was okay. dumped off uh, at a hospital emergency room curbside. Kind like of like
1: Harry in uh, Requiem for a Dream. Yeah,
9: yeah, yeah. Exactly. Okay, that, thanks a lot, Pally. Yeah, I heard that one of the four tops died, and they still go on stage with three tops in an urn. <laughs> uh, we're
4: getting
1: five, close six, today. <laughs> five six seven. Oh, five six 560. Five, I got to look up David Ruffin. I'm not sure he's dead. All right, uh, Jimmy please. Ruffin. I don't know because David Ruffin wasn't the Temptations. That was Jimmy Ruffin, right? Right.
6: You think? play some filler music.
1: No, David Ruffin. What becomes of the Brokenhearted? They listen to the Motown David show. David Ruffin page. No, no, no. De- Temptations, David Ruffin. How do you like that? David Eli Ruffin died June 1st, 1991, one of the most recognizable vocalists who have emerged from Motown. He was the younger, uh, no, younger brother of Jimmy Ruffin and a cousin of, Melvin Franklin of The Temptations. Maybe Jimmy Ruffin wasn't The Temptations either. He was just kind of roughing it. Now let's see, does it have the uh, circumcises of his death here? Uh, uh, no, not yet. Oh, it's still going on and on and on. I bet you it's got the whole detail here. Uh, a few weeks after his last performance, David Ruffin died in tragic circumstances following an overdose of crack cocaine. How do you like that? Oh my God! Those tragic circumstances. Just like Marvin Gaye had a little uh, crack cocaine, and Daddy said, "Oh, you date, you be dead." Well, how do you like that? Why not take a listen to "Walk Away from Love," taken from the album "Who Am I," or take a listen to "Everything Coming Up Love," or all uh, of right on this website, a memoir, David Ruffin, "My Temptation." Well, isn't that touching? I'm touching. But he had like a little nose problem, <laughs> and then he died. Damn it. So let's put David Ruffin on there. What do you say? I right. like David Ruffin. That was a great song. What Becomes of the Broken Hearted? I wonder if Steve Alamo is still uh, alive or dead. You don't have from, it in the book? From Rochester and then Buffalo, Steve Alamo. Uh, what was his song? His big hit? I don't know. Cry, uh, something cry. every Every day I have to cry some, right? Okay. Sounds about Come right. Come on, let's get with it. Let's get with it. We haven't done any of these music shows in too long. You're starting to get a little stale it's and rusty, my time. okay? It's Can't keep 64. up with the old man all these old, old, ancient pieces of crap, huh? Let's get with it. What about Nick Todd, Pat Boone's a brother on Dot Records? What was Who? his big hit? Nick Todd. Hey. He couldn't sing as well. How about, uh, what's his name? Robin Luke on Dot Records. What was his hit? <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna next week we're gonna get back into the music and refresh because you're you're getting really rusty. Sorry. Here's we'll a do call 80. from West Palm Beach. Hello. Hi. Yes, sir.
10: I got a name for the list. Go ahead. Louis Armstrong.
1: Louis Armstrong. Hello, Louis. Hey. Good choice. Thank you, sir.
9: I'm surprised the Frankie Lyman guy hasn't called in yet.
1: <laughs> no, <hell not. laughs> I think he's probably in the box with Frankie now. Thanks a lot, pal. Yeah, that Frankie Lyman guy, he never fails every time we do anything about dead artists. Uh, Frankie Lyman and the, the teenagers, Frankie Lyman. And of course, down there somewhere on one of those mini discs, you've got a bunch of Frankie Lyman. Yeah, don't play it. No, don't no. play it. Don't no. play it. How about the Five Satins in the Still of the Night? Boy, that song just. Yeah, there's just Shidobi, Shobido. I don't say? think I can say that, can I? No. <laughs> Should do me do me? Well, it all depends on how you say it. Explosion. We'll say it again. Wait a minute. More. Patricia? Come on, Patricia. Let's hear it.
5: Bob, less than 10
9: minutes ago, around 9 p.m. local time, a very large explosion was heard coming from the direction of the Palestine Hotel. NBC staffers Boy. did see that explosion.
4: It was a brilliant flash of yellow orange light. Followed by a very large white cloud, which has drifted up into the
9: sky.
1: Nobody said Sheb Woolley yet. That
4: cloud has been
9: hovering around. Uh, yes. Darkness is setting now on Baghdad. But again, a very large
1: explosion. It was definitely felt a few kilometers away. In other words, they haven't got any idea. They're just vamping now because they don't have any idea what it was. It was very large, and it was uh, very uh, colorful, and it was uh, yada, yada, yada. Nothing about the Dixie ticks yet. But Hank Goldberg said, yes. I'm a homo? No, he said Steve Alamo is uh, alive
6: and well and runs all a grocery right. company all down right. here, and he sees him at the track all the time. I'll be damned. I wonder if he
1: knows uh, 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 Steve Lawrence's uh, brother. I don't know. Hank knows Steve Lawrence's brother. He was the elevator operator for 100 years at Gulfstream and Calder. Hank knows who I'm talking about. Okay. He, just, well, is he in there? Is He, he must in the be building? in the building.
6: Hey, uh, the Clarence came in here to tell me that. He must be in the building. Well, if he's hey, in hey, the building. Hey, hey, come on in
1: here. I don't know where he is. If he's in a building somewhere around, well, uh, he and I have discussed that before, yeah. Steve Lawrence, that's the guy's claim to fame. He runs the elevator at the track, and he's Steve Lawrence's brother. Remember Steve Lawrence and Edie Gorm? Sure. 5670560, oh, look at this police, a man plotted to kill Kobe Bryant accuser. The Graber
0: is in the United States
1: illegally Woody now. Graber is illegally in the
8: U.S.? Having expired, he apparently sent a letter a few weeks back to Kobe Bryant oh. offering to take
0: care of the problem, meaning to kill the young woman who claims that Kobe Bryant
1: sexually assaulted her uh Bryant's people then contacted the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department and a sting operation uh, went underway which was video and audio tape and as i said it all began with that letter
7: the letter was the trigger point but the real part of the investigation is when our, our undercover investigators contacted him uh, directly and personally, and met with him on three occasions. Uh, this started on September.
1: Okay, great. Here's a fax from Zoli in North Miami. He says, congrats on the ratings. I want to nominate Bradley Knoll from Sublime. You know who that is? Noel, you know who that is? Nope. Well, you do now. N-O-W-E-L-L. Well, you got it right there. We're going to put all of these on there because we're asking who is your all-time favorite dead musician, not the who's, you know, I mean, it's a matter of opinion. Right. If you think it's Yasha Heifetz, we're not putting him on it. If you think it's Vladimir Horowitz... Or any other dead nope. Jew? Although he really can't. Or Andre Segovia. There's another one. Although he can't really compete with greats like Bob Marley, he still deserves to be on a poll. Sublime had great sound. I don't want to listen to Moe, but I do agree with him on the whole dead people thing. I understand that you're paying tribute to great lost ones, but talking about dead people just isn't my thing. So I'm looking forward to more lighthearted polls in the near future. <laughs> oh, Zoli is taking it uh, personal, okay? Happens to the best of a Zoli, okay? It doesn't bother them. On an unrelated topic, you'd be surprised just how many gay people you have as listeners, young too. By the way, Norma may suck as your agent, but he's helped out a few of my friends with legal problems, so he's not so bad. Have a good weekend, Neil. Shameless request, Bush things. You got it, Zoli. Zoli's a little uh, choked up about these dead people. He's choking it. Why? 113 at 560 WQAM. I'll tell you one thing. You'll be gagging and choking when you see the amazing low prices waiting for you at hell at Pontiac GMC. They're unbelievable. They're so low. Because right now it's the 2003 Neil Rogers blowout sale. When in doubt, they're blowing it out at Hallett Pontiac GMC. Get the lowest prices in the universe from Tom Lehman, Joe Prieto, and all the good folks over there. Neil deal number one right now. Save up to seven grand with the highest rebates of the year, plus deep, deep down into your pants discounts. Neil deal number two. Get zero percent financing for up to five years. At least a Lisa 2003 Pontiac Grand Prix GT2 for just 279 bucks a month for 36 months with 12,000 miles a year and two grand out-of-pocket is all you pay. You heard me right, just 279 bucks a month. Hallett's also got great deals on Yukon's and Denali's too, eh? And Hallett's also got, as always, the best selection in town of certified pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs you can depend on. And if you're one of those people who just is nervous, panicky about shopping for a vehicle because you know they're going to check your credit record, have no fear because Hallett is here. If you have a blemish or two, it makes no difference. It's the 2003 Neil Rogers blowout sale going on right now at Hallett Pontiac GMC, 13401 South Dixie Highway. That's prestigious U.S. one across from the falls, open every day, seven days a week. If you want more info on these unbeatable, spectacular, nearly unbelievable Neil Deals, call the Neil Deal Hotline. Makes sense to me at 1 That's 1 Don't forget all Neil Deals. Subject to credit approval, see the good folks at Hallett for all the details. Hallett Pontiac GMC. They are professional grade. We are
2: Sports Radio 560. <laughs> QAM.
1: I got the Dixie Chick story, by the way. They're still alive.
5: You've some bad, to bed dead. As if chose to sit down nice and reach a class instead Our civil rights have come to an end and it trains our treasury for all his corporate friends. His country needs a douche. He've got to impeach. This criminal traitor home Bush stinks. Bush stinks. Bush stinks. Yeah, yeah Bush stinks. Bush stinks. Yeah, yeah I'll be Like investigations and information's classified They got you snowed You follow him blind And so many more will die from his deceit and lies. Who's calling the shots And really running the place Why, it's Saudi Arabia Bush stinks Bush, Bush stinks. stinks Bush stinks Bush Push, Steve, yeah, yeah, He wants those damage in that period. Bush wants it all. So I'm
1: trying to uh, print this page out but it won't print out. So I'm going to read it off the website. I think Rupert Murdoch owns Sky News, and I'm pretty sure. Don't know. Dixie Chicks and jet scare. U.S. country rock band The Dixie Chicks were at the center of an emergency alert when the wingtip of their executive jet. Mm-hmm. Dipped an airport, clipped an airport building soon after landing. It clipped it. The scare happened at Glasgow Airport moments after the three girls and their party landed from Dublin. They were doubling their pleasure. No one was injured, and their publicist, Barbara Chiron, said the girls are absolutely fine, but I'm sure it wasn't pleasant. The incident happened when part of the wing just hit a corner of the building. Nice. Glasgow Airport officials said the Dornier 328 twin-engine jet was carrying 15 people. It was taxiing at very low speed toward the general aviation terminal where private aircraft parked when the wingtip clipped the Glasgow and Strathclyde University Air Squadron building. Oh, I hate that when that building gets hit. Yeah. He said, fire and ambulance attended as a matter of routine, but there were no injuries. As far as we're concerned, it's not a, a major incident. It was dealt with very quickly. He said, the building suffered damage to a roof panel, and about one or two feet of the plane's wingtip was damaged. End of story. Yada, 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 and a partridge and pear tree. There you go. So, like the previous guy said, the previous, previous guy. Even though his intentions may have been good, he was, like, uh, way off base, you yeah? know? So a couple of words in it. Oh, the uh, Dixie chicks, their plane went down in Glasgow, they're dead. You know, oh, you're going to be quoted in, uh, on some website by saying that. Oh, I see. Well, that's what he was saying. I didn't say that. I think Katherine Harris might have been on the plane. <laughs> 5670560, oh, your favorite. No, no, seriously, I mean, you know, people just, uh, they hear a little bit or see something like that, and then right away, bow, uh, oh, did you hear this? Who is your all-time favorite dead musician? John Lennon in a runaway. This is one of the most wopsided votes we've had in a long time. 102 votes for John Lennon. Elvis Presley, 46. Jim Morrison, 44. He and Elvis have been neck and neck, toe to toe for a long time. They've been, they haven't been, had it. Bob Marley, 31. Kurt Cobain, 28. Jimi Hendrix, 25. I think Elvis got pissed when Jim Morrison looked him straight in the puss and said, Your mama. Frank Sinatra, 23. Freddie Mercury, 20. Stevie Ray Vaughan, 18. Who's Elvis sleeping with? Your mama. Did I say Frankie? Uh, Frankie Zapata, uh, sixteen for Frankie Panky? Yes. Celia Cruz, sixteen. Jerry Garcia, fifteen. Roy the Boy and Very White, nine. And by the way, anybody who refers to Roy Orbison as Roy the Boy is a fag, like me. John Bonham, seven. Harry Chapin, seven. Von Scott, six. Marvin Gaye has only got six. Oh my God! In heaven. Jim Croce, Patsy Klein, and Tupac each have five. Randy Rhodes. Not the wrestler, not the t- talk host, but Randy Rhodes, four. Gene Krupa, three. Buddy Holly, three. Johnny Cash, three. George Harrison's only got three votes. Oh, my sweet Lord. Aren't you d- dismayed by that?
6: <laughs> they didn't like him as much as uh, John.
1: Well, I got my mindset on that. Ronnie at three. Keith Moon, three. Eddie Cochran, two. Wasn't sitting in the balcony. Was that Eddie Cochran? I don't know. I think it was. Joe Strummer two, Tiny Tim had a pair. Glenn Miller one. I think I think Tiny Tim and that ugliest uh, human being of all time. Oh man! Ooh, wow! And of course the the do also lent itself to the ambiance too. Uh, Tiny Tim two, Glenn Miller one, Warren Zevon one. No votes yet. Zero four. A whole bunch of them. Holy Toledo! Janis Joplin, Sonny Bono, Dwayne Allman. Sid Vicious, Morris Gibb. Morris Gibb don't have any out of 478 votes. That's embarrassing. What an insensitive. I mean, right from there on Star Island, what a bunch of insensitive bastards you people are. Shame on you. Rick Nelson has none. Dean Martin, Joey Ramone, Tommy Bullen, David Ruffin. By the way, it's Ruffin, not Raffin, uh, Eric. Raffin. Jesus, I I didn't write that.
6: No, I wrote Ruffin, but it's kind of weird. That's Eric. It's Eric. He's uh, dumb. It looks like an uh, airplane. Louis
1: Armstrong and Bradley Noel have the big... Oh! Remember uh, Detroit, CKLW, the big eight? We got the big oh! for all of them. That's bad. And now here's a plethora of pages pouring across my fax machine that you just sent. It said that guy from Sublime. This is a chronic Jane in Fort Lauderdale. The guy from a Blind Melon. Shannon. Blind...
6: Who? Shannon Hoon, who I hate. Glad he's dead.
0: Why?
6: You don't like Blind Melon? No, I like Mike Mellon, I hate him.
1: Why? Why? He, do? he peed on the audience. He peed on? Him? Literally. Well, Jim Morrison never got that far. No. He whipped it out, but he never got to pee on. Him. He actually never did whip it out, by the way. I know. It was just a uh, thumb. Don't blame America. We didn't vote for Bush. she says. Have a nice weekend. Thank you, Jane. And she's got something else there. which which I can't read. Murdoch uh, does. He does own Sky TV. I know that. Oh, here. Oh, you know what this all is. This isn't stuff you send me. This is kind of like a delayed reaction. See, my fax machine, I've got a program, so that anything that has to do with Rupert Murdoch, it screens it out before it comes off the machine. So now I have two copies of the Dixie Chick story, and they're still alive. They're still alive. No big deal. A little clip job. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Let's get a few more in here before it's time to go. Don't forget that big Marlins and the Braves game tonight. 7, uh, when is it? 735. Boy, that is huge. Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir.
9: I uh, was, was going to say Dean Martin, so I'm going to give you a vote for Dean Martin. How's that sound? Okay. And GW is the king of the world.
1: Okay. God bless. No, God bless. <laughs> he's the king of the world. Uh, you know, he's got me spend a lot of time on the throne. I'll tell you that. Twenty six past one at five sixty WQAM. was that like Reverend Jones, or just another no, nose? No, just a crotchety, old just a general chronic, chronic nose picker. VIPSportsbook.com. Get your finger out of your nose and stick it in the phone. And call that toll-free number, 1-866-VIP-BETS, because these are the uh, best people you can do business with when it comes to plunging your guts out, when it comes to a discriminating plunger. You know, when my toilet gets plugged up, one thing I always want to make sure is I have a discriminating plunger. Ninety-nine percent of the other bookies you hear advertised on this radio station are in the jungles of Costa Rica, man. They're in there deep down in there under those gigantic, what do they call those trees, that lush? Uh... The rainforest? In the rainforest, that's what they call them. And you'll be lucky if you ever find them again, much less your money. So this year, move up in class to people you can trust who've been around a long time. The oldest, the largest sportsbook in the most prestigious Netherlands, VIPSportsbook.com. They're 100% legal and licensed. Just call them toll-free at 1-866-VIP-BETS, and you'll be doing business with the best. And if you sign up now, you can bet all the South Florida football and basketball teams juice-free all year long as well. You want to bet on the Dolphins? Best of luck to you. It's 100 to win 100. You want to bet the Hurricanes, it's 100 to win 100, so forget about the VIG. And please keep in mind that all signups with VIPsportsbook.com get a real honest-to-goodness 20% cash bonus, not some phony uh, baloney funny money match play bonus either. VIPsportsbook.com, that's where you locate them online, or that toll-free number again is 1-866-VIP-BETS. Call them today, and this weekend you can plunge your guts out with real confidence. One eight six six VIP. Best be sure to mention QAM when you call. VIPSportsBook.com where you be the VIP.
2: Lionel. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM.
1: Coast-to-coast dollar of America and trailer parks foaming at the out. They're ready to revolt. They hear that there's going to be a gigantic price uh, increase on Vaseline. 132. They'll be really upset in Taylor, Michigan, I guarantee you. Yes. Y'all come back now, you hear? 5670560, pound 560 on the eighteenth. We never had one call from anybody in the audience today who was at the gigantic gathering at the deli den yesterday. You know, Probably, you're right. Probably uh, they got the Green Apple Quickstab. Right? <laughs> Maybe they don't have their cell phones with them. Or maybe they do, they just will not to give us no <laughs> backsplash. Hundreds of Florida well-wishers mobbed General Wesley Clark yesterday as he made his first campaign stop since declaring that he was joining nine other Democrats in the 2004 race for the White House. Clark standing on a chair in the middle, and I noticed that in none of these stories did they mention the name of the restaurant. Huh. Standing on a chair in the middle of an overflowing restaurant, the Deli Den, in this city, Hollywood, north of Miami, criticized President Bush on the economy in Iraq and told supporters he needed money. We're the envy of the whole world, but we're trapped in a jobless economy and an endless occupation, and that is the problem we have to address," Clark said. "I'm running for president because this country needs leadership, it needs honest leadership, it needs visionary leadership, it needs leadership with experience," he said to cheers from the crowd. They were all going, OY!
4: Oi! Oi!" bunch of old Jews
1: at the deli, then going, oy. like that. I tell you, he'd have really gone over big if he'd have been tossing out free bagels and free carry home sacks for the coleslaw and the uh, pickles. Well, in that case, I would have been there. Five six seven zero five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line. Here's Miami Beach. Hello.
8: Hey Neil, how are you?
1: Pretty good.
9: Good. I don't know if you talked about it earlier in the show. Did you happen to catch uh, Tom Brokaw last night?
1: No, I did not. I was watching the award-winning Dan Rather, who did a magnificent job r- ripping the Bush people an ass.
9: Yeah, he's doing good at that too. But I switched over to Tom, and uh, do you hear what he called Hurricane Isabel? No. Hurricane Israel. Huh. Through, through part of this broadcast,
1: right? Oh, well, that really blows. Yeah, he's a
9: little old and feeble, I
1: think. Okay, thanks for the good news. Okay, I don't watch my news from people that can't speak. You know, who have a, lot of no, a right. speech defect. I just don't watch Tom Bocca, and I have no idea why anybody does. But then again, we have a lot of illiterate people out there. Five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty. John Lennon, one hundred and six. Now, let me—I don't care about that at the top because we know he's going to win. Four hundred ninety-seven right. votes, and we still have a, now. Tommy boland has got one. Obviously, the guy who called in. Joey Ramone's got one. Ugly and uh, dead. But still no votes for Sonny Bono, Dwayne Allman, Sid Vicious, Dean Martin, Janice Joplin, David Ruffin, Rick Nelson, and Bradley Noah. How can Rick Nelson have no votes? Out of sight, out of mind. I mean, and I played that Beach Boy parody there is Carl Will, I mean, I know that it's the lesser lights, because Brian is, it's hard to tell, but he really is still alive. <laughs> and Mike Love is still alive. Right. And Al Jardine is still alive. Who else? uh... Let's see. Carl Wilson's dead, and Dennis Wilson's dead, right? Right. Am I leaving anybody out? As far as I know, no. No, no there no. was one of the earlier, the uh, the real ugly kid. Well, of course they're all ugly, but the real ugly one that uh, filled in for them because Brian was busy with his teddy bear in bed. Can't think of what his name was. But at any rate, nobody cares about the Beach Boys. No mo. It's it's a you know it's a, a generational thing. That's right. what it is. As the time goes by, nobody cares about those stale old groups. No mo. No just. No more. I'm insensitive no, no. No, no. and don't care no mo'. Kind of like uh, Mo Howard David. Maybe once upon a time, maybe about many, many years ago. About 30, man. There was somebody who Lord. liked him. Who was that? Oh, Boca Brian, but that's the closest thing to good vibrations I have.
6: What is it? What is it, what is it called? Anal vibrator.
1: Anal vibrator? <laughs> <laughs> that's close. Oh, I'm playing that. Oof. Oh my goodness, that's great. Wow. Here's Coconut Creek, a creek, hello. Uh, Neil. Yes, sir. How
9: about Gene Autry, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? Right. And, uh, Go Dixie Chicks.
1: Okay, Have a thank good you. Day. Go, go Dixie Chicks. Uh, Gene Autry, I mentioned him just a couple of weeks ago that on the Moviola channel here that shows those serials, those old-time uh, movie serials. Now, Gene Autry was the only cowboy who all had, like, a uh, science fiction thing in his... Uh, yeah. right. He was singing at the what, the... what was the name of that ranch? Oh, you wouldn't know. Doodahs. Yeah, Doodahs. Mustang Duda. Ranch. Oh, seriously, they had the name of whatever his ranch was. Hidden you know, Valley ranch. ranch. And uh, dressing. I love it. And uh, they, they had all these uh, strange people from outer space underneath the uh, ranch out there. And you know, Gene always just came back just in time to grab the microphone and croon one of them corny uh, country and western songs to his hot Hey, he, he was his Eddie hearts. Arnold. I beg your pardon? Gene Autry was no Eddie Arnold. Thank God. Well, you liked Eddie Arnold? Yeah, Gene couldn't yodel. Oh, good. Like I said, thank the Lord. France and Germany want U.S. to give power to Iraqis quickly. There they are at the U.N. And we're saying, please, please, please help us out. And they're saying, no, we don't think so. Not so fast. Big shot. 5670560, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line. Don't forget to go to NeilRogers.com and help us out with our abandoned pet rescue, uh, fundraiser this year. Best of Neil's on there, 2002, 2003, with a lot of good stuff. You got your Mo Howie David at Keychain. Absolutely. Which is going over like Halava at the North Pole. Here's Palm Beach. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir.
9: Hi Neil, how you doing? Great. Listen, I'd like to uh, did you
1: have uh, Henry Mancini on your list? Henry Mancini is good. Boy, he had a lot of big hits.
9: Yes, the Pink Panther <laughs> was the biggest one he ever did. Right. Okay. And how about he had Breakfast at TV Tiffany's show too?
1: Right. You buy? Okay. Okay, thanks, Pally. No, not me buy. me you're gay. <laughs> Tanto. Uh, Henry Mancini. Now you laugh when I said he had a lot of big hits. He did. There were a lot of back in the days when I was big. Moon River. Sure. How about Andy Williams? He's not dead, but boy, he's got to be getting close. Really? You know, every once in a few years they trot Andy out, you know. It's really, really depressing. I thinking you know, one thing I want to say, this sounds insensitive, but it's true. Because I hadn't seen John Ritter in a long time, because I don't watch these sitcoms and any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And he, for 54, he looked really bad, I thought. Yeah. They showed. Did, did you see him on there when they were showed the clips from uh, the taping of the episode? No, he didn't look good. No, he looked bad.
6: But he did a good job in Sling Blade, so when you see that. Yeah. He played a gay guy, surprise.
1: John Ritter? Yeah. I always thought, you know. Okay, I, yeah. I hate to say that right after his death. I always he did Sure him and Henry Winkler were extraordinarily <laughs> tight, you know, and Henry Winkler I was positive. You ever notice how much makeup he had in the happy days? Wow.
6: Pancake caked on because he was only it, forty
1: when that show was being filmed. Yeah. And how many years ago was
5: that? About 30, man.
1: Well, they're do- dropping like flies, so even though Zolly or Zoli or whatever that uh, fag, that guy's name was uh, a little upset, uh, that's the way it goes. You know, it's just uh, a fact of life and death. Death, taxes, and Moe's hairpiece. That's the only three things you can count on, or as, as certain as can be. It's uh, not even raining here, I don't think. Just to report everybody that's worried about me uh, getting stuck in the middle of a hurricane in the aftermath of Isabel. No. Let's see, that's the so worst. 18. at 65 Oops. degrees, 18 degrees uh, uh, Celsius. We got a wind warning. Well, a yeah, wind warning. It's like 30, uh, 30 uh, kilometers, which is like 18 miles an hour. There ain't no big deal. It's just a little wind, and we had some uh, heavier rain earlier. And now it's just like peeing every once in a while. People are going around their ordinary business. National Post front page. We, I should have. Um, I don't know how I could have done that. What? Oh, and speaking of our website, very important. See how I fall into a bucket of crap every once in a while? I didn't even realize they were on there. Have you seen them? Oh, yeah. I thought you knew. No, I did not know. Nice going, Eric. On our website, our, uh, now is the one with you on there or just the one with me? Yeah, no, you're I, on there, I, too. Oh, and there, oh, I didn't even see that Where George W. Siegheil <laughs> in there. I didn't see that one. I never saw that before because he told me about it. He's doing the old Adolf Hitler Siegheil. All right. My oh my have we got uh, some heavy duty stuff for you to check out over the weekend. You understand the Gestapo keeps track of everyone. you understand now. <laughs> Kyle Bush. And there's George, a little less spaced out there, just a little bit on the uh stone. The natural stuff. state. And then there's me. <laughs> uh, and then and we add a little something to the Mo's brain there is thinking it sure beats getting raped at it. I like that. Moe's brain. One of the most delicate operations I've had to perform in years. Next, I'm going to work on seeing if I can find one in Greg's Haid, but I doubt it. 19 till 2 at 560 WQM. It's that time of the year again when the mattress showrooms and furniture stores run those phony bologna ad sales. You can almost smell the bologna. Dino Mattress asks, if you double the price and then offer half off, what kind of a sale is that? That's no deal. The fact is these stores have to run some kind of wild sale to drop their prices even nearly as low as Dino Mattress offers to you every day, 365 days a year. For discount prices on dozens and dozens of top models, from Sealy, Serta, Tempur-Pedic, Simmons, King, Coilers, Stearns, and Foster, here's the number to call, toll-free, 1-800-MATTRESS. That's it. No nonsense, no bait and swish, no house brands, no phony promises, and best of all, you'll never have to pay premium for the very best service available anywhere. You'll get service like you only dream about from a delivery team ranked number one in the universe. When you call Dial-A-Mattress at 1-800-MATTRESS, you still get to pick the day and time of your delivery. Whoever heard of a deal like that? Within any two-hour window, seven days a week from 8 in the morning till 10 o'clock at night, whenever it's convenient for you. You want them there between 10 and noon in the morning? They'll be there. Like noon and 2, 1 and 3, etc. 145 to 345? I've been sleeping on a mattress from Dollar Mattress for a long time, and your back will thank you. That's right, your back will actually speak. It will say, thank you for finally wising up. With low prices, same-day delivery, free setup, and removal, it's easy to see. why Dollar Mattress is ranked number one in the world in customer satisfaction. So please don't be fooled by those phony mattress, shore- or showrooms, or furniture store ads. They can't come even close to giving you what you get every day from Dollar Mattress. Call them today, toll-free. You'll be sleeping like a baby real soon, as soon as tonight. one 800 mattress. 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S or online it's mattress.com Live
2: live, and local We are Sports Radio 560 QAM Know that the Lord even loves Neil Rogers
5: I had a dinner at the pizza and got a free gift when Jeff Cohen brought the chair Oh So he, he, he throws a pencil thin vibrator in for free. Alright.
7: I'm playing with my anal vibrator, a pencil thin pleasure later I'm playing with my anal vibrator, the <laughs> I'm playing. With my
1: And hey, don't worry, Scott Clarence says he's got you penciled in for next week. 147 at 560 WQM. Somebody on the fax says, I'd like to nominate Lane Staley, lead singer for Allison Chains, who died of an overdose in March of 2002. Sadly, it's been a long time coming. He was a tortured soul who channeled his battle with addiction into brilliant songs like I Stay Away, Sea of Sorrow, and Man in the Box. Thanks for taking my facts, says Paul. And Paul, thanks for making your facts. Get it on there, Lane Staley. We got it? Got it. We yeah. got it.
0: He was found three weeks after he died decomposing. with Kind of like ago. Dr. Laura's mother.
6: So he was a composer when he was alive? I'll and be damned. Decomposed. And he was a decomposer when he died. Uh-huh. Here's a lady
1: in Davy. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am.
9: Uh, I'm not a big country music fan, but I was very sad when Waylon Jennings died. He was great. She was Waylon. Remember that?
1: Not really, to be honest. I'm not a big country person myself. I guess vaguely I remember he died.
9: Yeah, but he was a little more uh, crossover, country rock kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, he was a little more cross-dressing.
9: <laughs> no, that was Waylon Flowers.
1: Waylon Flowers, right. And I keep getting confused. I keep crossing them in my mind. Okay, can listen, I have, have a early,
9: Can I have an early nominee for the uh, the vague di- whoever died on Monday? Right. You know, the, how sure. about the thanks for calling lady?
1: Yeah, that's you know, a good one.
9: I, I bet she'll get a lot of votes. A lot okay. of people missed
1: yeah, cause it can be anybody other than uh, sure. the other categories.
7: Okay. Thank you. Your mother also. Thanks for calling.
1: Oh, I love her. Love you. Thanks a lot. Okay. Bye. The thanks for calling lady who all, no matter what holiday it was, she always said,
4: Happy Perm!
1: Faye. Her name was Faye. Faye Winters. Oh, I thought you were like making some kind of a comment. Well. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon Wireless line. Mad Dog standing by to get everybody whipped up for that big Dolphin Bills game Sunday night, and of course, much more importantly, for the Marlin uh, Braves game. Isn't that much more important? Oh yeah, yeah.
4: Well,
1: the way I look at it, it is because it's like uh, you know it has much greater uh, significance. We're down to like crunch time, as they say, and I hate those assholes who say it's crunch time. Can't stand it. Here's a call from Margate. Hello. Margate. Margate. Yes, here. Yes, How are you doing, Neil? I'm doing pretty good.
10: Okay. Uh, let's say I wanted to uh, nominate uh, Jim Reeves.
1: Another another a great country artist. Jim Reeves is pretty good, even though I'm not a country person. He was great.
10: Yeah, his stuff kind of crossed over to uh, rock too.
1: Da-da-da-da-da,
7: but uh, you mentioned, uh,
10: mentioned uh, they'll have a Sylvia Cruise day. Right. Halftime of uh, the Dolphins this weekend. Celia Cruz Memorial.
1: Oh, I know that. We had that on the other day. In fact, oh, yeah. well, I think the first penalty is going to be a dead ball foul against Celia.
10: Yeah, and then they're going to take her ashes and take it out and spread it over to the brothers' to the rescue artificial reef. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, Pally. See you there. Oh. See you on the fifty-yard line with Celia. That's bad and funny. It's a dead bald foul. Five six seven oh five sixty. Maybe that's most peace they're talking about. Dead bald foul. Hmm. Maybe those are those dingleberries he keeps snapping all over against the wall. Jeez. Here's uh, here's Hollywood. Hello.
9: Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, I want to name nominate Barbara Copperman, I believe, the the old lady down on the beach.
1: Oh, you're on next week's poll already.
9: Hey, <laughs> uh, I went on a cruise. I saw Captain and Tennille. Believe it or not, they they dragged them out. She looked good, but he said he was one of the, he was the original keyboard opera, uh, player for the Beach Boys. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that, and that's what he told everybody. I'll be oh,
1: damned. But he's so still alive. Little, that's th- the bad news.
9: Yeah, a little trivia you got to know.
2: Have a By good the way, day.
1: Barbara uh, still has yellow teeth. You'll be pleased to know that.
2: Forget about it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> have a great day. <laughs> oh, God. Who needs gambling? Poor Barbara. She did. She had, like, a, I'm not just talking about, like, stained teeth, you know, like smokers have. Right. I mean, like yellow like yellow, like canary yellow, you know. Nice.
4: Ooh.
1: Oh, it, it was a beautiful thing. And she actually had, like, most of them were in her mouth. and local.
2: This is Sports Radio 560. Q-A-M.
7: Come on, baby. Come play with these titties. The Middle Eastern World. We'll be exploded, Saddam and people killed With the gas that we sold him First time aggressor nation And the only one that's going Now more blood will be spilled To get that oil flowing Forget about Korea and The nukes they're touching. And the right wing Is drilling it over and over Into our heads That Iraq has some Weapons of mass destruction. Three thousand people killed are now forgotten. Let's exploit them instead. Hey, there's oil to be gotten. Going after Saddam too. Placate Osama. There's no longer mention of. A name been lauded, but no one seems concerned, all comfy and complacent, believing in every word of this cartel administration, that controls us by fear, through media manipulation, and the right
5: wing is drilling it over and over
7: into our heads, that Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction. The loss of civil rights is the Price that we're paying We're all suspects now Nazi Ashcroft is saying I have nothing to hide Table talkers all are saying Blind obedient cattle Don't have any reservation Without a provoked Battle and world annihilation Old regimes must fall In Halliburton installed With no objection at all Democrats don't have the Balls and the Right wing is drilling it over and over into our brainwashed head. Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction, only Iraq has some weapons of mass
1: destruction. Well, see, they ain't got no weapons of mass destruction. Uh, Sodom had nothing to do with 9-11, and he had nothing to do with Osama, Yamama or Al-Qaeda. They hit each other like poison always have. And uh and what's it's it all about, it. Alfie? It's I beg your it. pardon? It's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. I mean, forget about 87 billion. That's just the uh, beginning. That's just, that's just chump change compared to what it's going to be. Hundreds and hundreds of billions, baby, not to mention all the lives that have been lost for absolutely nothing. And the public is going... Like that. I don't have time to read this whole fax, but this was a good fax you just sent me about the uh, White House cast turning on each other like rats. Yes, rant. indeed. But it says, P.S. I saw Bowling for Columbine last night. Definitely required viewing for U.S. citizens. Absolutely correct, sir. And after seeing that, my new list of people who impressed me might include Marilyn Manson. I would heartily concur, and you agreed the uh, same thing. Right. He said I wouldn't say anything, but might listen to what they had to say and what they thought about all this crap. Nice on, Marilyn. At any rate. Here's the uh, poll so far, Uh, and we're even getting stuff for the poll on Monday, so maybe Mo don't like dead people. Absolutely. Too freaking bad. Our audience likes dead people. In fact, they'd probably rather have one on than you, Mo. Who's your all-time favorite dead musician? John Lennon, 109. Jim Morrison, 50. Elvis Presley, 50. They're in a flat-footed tie. They're nose-to-nose, ass-to-ass. Bob Marley, 35. Jimi Hendrix, 30. And Kurt Cobain, only 29. Mad Dog's next to Humper at 4. we got the Dave that Show at 5. Huge, humongous game. Marlins at the Braves, 730 two nine. Bye, bye, bye. The Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale.